<laughs> don't. They do say birds aren't real, though. Your microphone is muted. <laughs> ah, birds aren't real! <laughs> Got him! <'em. laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lawrence reminded me. Birds aren't real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, wait, is it in this folder? Oh no, I think it's in my other folder. <laughs> the bird proof? The yeah, bird the, thing, proof. The, the paper that you signed. Yeah, the NFT. Birds aren't real. <laughs> True. The NFT. Evidence. <laughs> Uh, anyway, hello everyone. Welcome back to another evening of D&D. We're an Great RPG and we're here once again for the city of Oshwamp. So it's going to get real cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves, and then we'll have a brief recap and pick up where we left off three, four weeks ago. I don't remember how long it's been. It's been like a month. Long four time. weeks ago. It's been like a month. Uh, we're back. I'm always Don, and today I'll be playing Ethio Revia, the Grave Domain Cleric. I'm not Lawrence. I'm playing Yelumwa. Also, fuck DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paul, and I'm playing Felix, and I'm very concerned about not Lawrence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he meant not concerned. Concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Glenn, and I play the Wall Whisperer, Vorst. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm Sarah, and I play Super Not Cursed Retora. Yeah. Mm. Newly uh, Not Cursed Retora. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Newly Not Cursed. <laughs> Freshly renovated. <laughs> 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 I'm a DJ and I play Nesgrim. I mean, I'm Nesgrim and I play DJ. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. There's a Drake joke in there somewhere. Well, it sounds like that when I say it. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, I'm John. I'm the DM for the city of Oshwamp. Uh, last when we gathered, we were still in our wonderful respite and hanging out inside of Arthur's mansion. Uh, relaxing. Nesgrim got beaten up by Wembley. We talked some more about Wembley. We talked some more about Arthur and his background with the uh, Hartwood family. Uh, what his family did for the city of Oshwamp. How there's always been a Hartwood inside of the city. Uh, how his mother and father were a pair of masons and carpenters. How William was a bounty hunter and assisted in uh, collecting bounties for individuals inside of the city, which were like, ah, that, maybe that's not cool. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, Ethier offered to, as long as Arthur was comfortable with it, uh, to set Wembley's soul free, because Arthur does still have uh, pieces of the bones of his dear uncle that he brought back with him from their expedition into the mines. Uh, Yeah, we talked about a lot of things. So, the episode concluded with Rirda and Forst hanging out in the dining hall while everybody else was getting ready to go back to sleep. Several of our characters are still uh, suffering from levels of exhaustion. And Vorst and Rita were like, hey man, like, how are you now that we're in the city and we have a moment? And Rita's like, ah, dude, there's like definitely a monster inside of me that's growing and it's kind of weird now that it's in the city and I hear things talking, especially the walls. Uh, let's like maybe figure that out. And Vorst was like, yeah, dude, let's go listen to the walls. Uh, everybody else is asleep. It's great. So they gathered some snacks and everybody else could buy because <laughs> we're going we're to chat with the wall. Good luck. Good luck. Compel duel the wall? No, Paul. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Felix. Yeah, right, not Paul himself. <laughs> Paul. No, you, you said they what said you me. said. Right? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, uh, I remember him saying, like, I want to go outside, let's zoom. You guys gathered some snacks. Uh, the location where Arthur's estate is in the northwest corner of the city, you guys are only about 60 to 80 feet from the wall. There is a tower. Uh, at the corner, 
so like the back left of the estate would be in line with where the tower would be if you continued out from like his corner of the courtyard. Uh, you can see that there's clearly two individuals in the same robes of the brothers as there always are. They don't remotely look like they're looking out in your direction, but two of you are out here in the courtyard, 60 feet from the wall in, you know, ambient directions from effectively like your 9 o'clock to your 12 o'clock. So like if we go out the front door yep. and go right, it's there. It's literally right there. Like, yeah, he is straight up in the corner of the city. So, I mean, if you just want to go to the fastest, that would have you not underneath the tower directly. Mm-hmm. You'd be probably 70 to 80 feet away from the tower. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'd walk outside. Um, before we left, too, I would have... I was assuming he would have had some kind of, like, a coat rack yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. I would have given Rearda a yeah. robe or something to throw on just Absolutely. to kind of cover up his yep. horrifying nature. Yeah, he's, like, dumb, but he's not dumb. Like, yeah. he also be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, two of you uh, begin approaching the walls, which, I mean, for you, sincerely, you had only seen them from, like, the outside as you were approaching, uh, and then during your time inside, you've been mostly collected within the tavern, so you've not really... Even care. Yeah, you've not really given, like, a good look at the walls with any sense of closeness, which, as you're approaching them, now that you've seen it, you've seen obsidian it would look very comparable in the quality where it has that like sheen kind of shimmering look as you're approaching it and then in the same way that when you look through like a beer bottle you can clearly see that there is some kind of radiating maybe not light source but kind of like how we've got the lanterns where you can see that there is a different sensational like glow where it looks like something's moving consistently if you were to look at say, like a waterfall behind a mirror, where you can see there's a shimmering shade that's consistently moving, uh, consistently From not... a distance, it would look like a glare. As yes. soon as we get up closer, it's it's in the stone. Correct. Where it looks like there is definitively a, a thick surface for what the face of the stone would be. The blocks look enormous. So, I mean, they wouldn't be perfect squares. They'd be slightly ill-cut rectangles, but pretty well-designed, uh, like six feet by about five to six feet. So, like, huge fucking blocks, not thinly constructed where we've got on our decorative walls. Mm. Um, Yeah, I mean, Reardon, as he's approaching, is huddled over. He's obviously trying to make sure that he's disguising himself. Again, he's not dumb. He's a military-minded guy. He would see a tower, and he would turn and shuck away slightly, so this way the, the height of his hood is in the direction of the tower. He, like, carefully walks towards it, gets within 15 feet of it. You guys are outside the courtyard. There's nobody really in the area. The cobblestone streets that are here on the nicer part of Slums West have a nice, like, three, four-inch covering of snow. You guys are very carefully walking over. He, as he's looking at it, you can tell by being adjacent to him. The closer he gets, the more visibly unnerved he becomes. Like, you can see his lower lip, like, slightly start to shake. You can see his brow furrow. He, like, looks around, realizes you guys are alone in here, just kind of looks and gives you a little bit of a shrug and goes, Yeah, man, it's definitely the fucking wall. Do I hear anything? Any, uh, sensation? Not even a sensation, sincerely. Uh, I mean, the obvious indication for you is that it's clearly something as has been demonstrated before with the way magic resonates. That something is resonating with Reardon. resonate with others. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, my hood's pulled up. I'm following suit to the way that we're kind of walking, shying mm-hmm. away from the tower. Mm-hmm. Um, well, push forward then. Let's, let's see what we can hear. Yeah, I mean, he reiterates again as he takes another five steps where he's like, it's definitely fucking orc words, man, but like, it's not an orc talking. Like, it's, it is like a sweet lady. Like she a sounds lady? nice. Yeah. Weird. Real, like, I don't know, welcoming. It's about within ten feet and continues slowly taking steps towards it. Is the glow that's coming from the stone enough to... It would not just illuminate Just do anything. that, like, glow. Like, it would not be an illumination to where it would project out from the stone. You would be able to tell in the same way that, like... Obviously, unfortunately, if we it's were to turn only the bright enough on, to see, yes. not to yeah, project. Like you can obviously discern that it is hollow inside of this stone. That there has to be some kind of exterior thickness to it. But in the same way that obsidian is like volcanic glass, because there is a light source within it, it is not so dark density that it is blocking the entirety of the light source. Mm-hmm. He gets, you know, within about five feet, and he just kind of, like, hesitates for a moment, and then just, like, gives you kind of shifty eyes from the side, and is like, should I, like, touch it, or just... How well can you hear it now? Pretty okay. Definitely keeps saying the same thing. What's it saying? So... I know you speak Orcish. Um, I will. Do you want to hear the Orcish? Yeah. So, Rirda, not able to do a, a lower, like, sweeter, feminine voiced voice, would. would <laughs> That's s- me! <laughs> would sound more <laughs> ominous with saying it. He just doesn't get that element of repetition when you're trying to pass something along. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, he'll say it. But it is designed to be, like, not as gruff-sounding, despite it being orcish. Kaol, Ati, Orendor, Doraznen, Ati, Karmagnol, Afar, Udahok, Ogijak, Afar, Gulamak, Zahovar Abol Afar Bogd Thundar Agbri Afar Dumat Vugatntar Zemar Koznak Ok Atigatnen Snaga Ob Krith Nagrafom Ati Ur U Skatu Gaduhen Ati Kashatar Laju Mab Mashat Za Ati Jarksar Zots Vota. You do speak Orkish. I will tell you the translation. Mm-hmm. Open the Empire's gate below the gallows by flow of blood, by glowing jewel of fire, by call of hoof and horn. 
by smoking mystic heart, herald all there below, thralls of nine raise the bridge to hell, carve the ritual's symbols onto flesh, summon our buried lord's home. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Like, she sounds so pretty. Like, I want to do it. I don't even know what it is. It's not pretty. Oh. And I'll repeat back what, what she's saying. In English. Mm -hmm. Well, common. <laughs> yeah. In English, English. Right. Uh, that's, yeah, that's bad. That's really bad. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I don't want to be, I don't want to be, I don't want to do that. I don't know why I can hear it, though. Could be because of the way you are. You and I are the same. That is the one difference between us. Yeah. He just kind of stares like transfixed at one of like the big block that is obvious eye level. You can see like his hand is kind of outstretched where he's not clearly pressing it forward, but he just kind of looks at his hand and realizes like I don't remember raising my hand. <laughs> Like, just kind of looks at it and is like, oh, shit. Yeah, I don't think I should touch it. I don't think so either. You see in it? I see the glow. Glow? Do you not? I don't see, like, a glow. It looks like... You know when you get really fucked up on hot stuff? And you got, like, smoke. And it continues to, like waft upwards you know how some of the like shamans would make like special ways of blowing to like make shapes and stuff mm -hmm. I see like smoky faces like long smiling though I don't like it like angry smile or no, like... Calm smile. Um... Yeah, you remember that, uh... Weird dwarf man? Mm hmm Where he would smile when he was, like... Happy to see us. That kind of smile. This is not good. He would turn to you and try to, like, emulate with a weird, like, again, toothy because yeah, he's got the he fang. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, doing his absolute best to convey, like, a grin of, like, clearly mischievous in nature of, like, oh, you see me. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad you see me. Mm. You should not touch this. Yeah, I don't want to. I, I, I kind of want to go back in the house. The house is really nice. You know, food. Not fucking bad walls. I'm about, what, like five foot from the wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys would both be next to each other, so like shoulder, maybe like, you know, six-ish inches apart or whatever. Mm -hmm. You guys would be about three to five feet from the wall. No, I'll stick out my hand and... Just like fingertips? Yeah. Just kind of, like, feel the edges of the block and everything. Yeah. 
So because it is obsidian, it is incredibly smooth where it does feel like glass, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have that same sensation where like when you try to run your fingers along glass, you'll get like stuck because like your oils on your skin mm-hmm. like sometimes will dissipate. This, regardless of how cold, are you wearing gloves or would you be barehanded? Barehanded. Barehanded. Regardless of like the, the quality or quantity of oil on your skin, your fingers just run over it like a thin sheet of glass. No stickiness, no resistance. I will tell you that it feels unnaturally warm. Not like it's a radiating it, heat. It, it feels warmer than it should have. Yes, it's literally it being, snowing yeah. out and it's sub-zero temperatures, so like the stone wouldn't really house any warmth. <laughs> You would feel it and run Almost along. as if somebody was leaning up against the wall for a little bit and then yep. walked away. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to put my ear up to the wall. Yeah. I will tell you that as you place your ear, again, it's warm, so it feels, I, I would say sincerely, like a little bit calming or relaxing because everything's so fucking cold out. Like, it feels like a strange, biting, sinking warmth kind of radiates around your jaw. You don't hear anything. Nothing at all. Yeah, you knock, and I will tell you that as you knock, Rear just kind of like jumps back ever so slightly. Maybe only like half a step. No, 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 uh, 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 uh. It looked at you. No, you should get away from the wall. Oh. Oh. Step back. Yeah. Like, he's clearly looking at a spot where if he was looking straight ahead and you, again, were a few inches off of him and went Like when dogs it. do that. Yeah, that like, and it's, oh, there's fuck, nothing I there. clearly see a thing and you don't see the thing that I see and I'm watching it kind of move and it would be moving at a slight angle in your direction. And yeah. he's like, no, 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 no. I'll pull my face away and everything. Mm-hmm. He just, he sincerely would put, like, a hand on the back of your cloak and, like, pull you even further away. Like, uh, uh, uh. Should we go? Yeah. Is it moving around the wall or towards me? It's walking away. And I don't know where it's going. Like, down the wall? When he gestures, I'm trying to do it so, like, the camera can see, because, like, gesturing like that's weird. Mm -hmm. He would be going deeper into the wall to where it would look like he's dissipating. Going away. Okay. I don't think that's good. I don't think so either. We should... We should go back inside. Yeah... I don't like this place. Yeah. Hmm. Trying to think. Um, the wall itself was it? Did it have like the uh, the rippled texture that obsidian will have sometimes, where it looks layered? So from it forming, it will also look rippled when it looks when it's been broken. Mm-hmm. So in the same way that, like, you'll have that, um, like, kind of wavy texture for where if you'll break certain kinds of rocks, um, it would have something comparable to that. 
at the areas where you can see that the bricks aren't joined by mortar. Like, they look like they are just seated in... Sat all, next to each other. Yeah, like, almost tightly. like... Pseudo-like Tetris style where it's like, whatever placed this, they didn't need to be affixed together by what would traditional construction means with detail. So, like this. Yes. Just huge. Correct. So, it would have that towards the like edges where if you look at the corners and along the, um, the sides themselves, they would look like they wave down and inwards. Do you remember when I pulled my sword out in uh, Felfarthen? What hey, happened? Yeah, the glowy thing. I'm curious if that would happen here. Maybe. I'd be willing to bet. I don't want to test that theory right this second, though. I'd rather have some people to witness it. I don't think anybody's going to see how I see, though. Yes. Well, if the sword will show me what I what you see. He would take a step back, let go of your robe, and just kind of say, like, I'm going to keep my hand right here. Anything in there tries to pull you, I'm going to pull you. Okay. Yeah, and I'll, uh... And it's a dim glow from... The moon. From the moon to moon touch sword. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's not as bright as a torch, right? Correct. If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just because like I don't want to unsheathe it, and the guards are like, "What the fuck was no, that?" No, <laughs> it's like if I remember correctly, I think it's like twenty dim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and crack it out of the sheath mm-hmm. and pull it out just enough that I can like start to get a glow in front of me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you'd be clearly directing it like Yeah. And not like fully wall. unsheathed either. So if a guard walks by I'm not looking like I'm robbing this man. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh yeah, no, I will happily tell you that upon unsheathing the moon touch sword, you angle it, you hear Rearda just kind of gasp, like huh and as you angle it up towards the wall, simultaneously with that happening, you would see in the same way that when um, you were in for one of the times in the lower portion of the tree, correct? When they were projecting through the hole in the ground? No, you weren't actually. I was down there for the first session. First one, okay. Not not the nightmare session when Paul went down for his yes. second go-around, yeah. When that smoke kind of riddled out from seemingly nowhere, even though it was conveyed as being from the flame, from the edges of the stone in the small gaps, I will tell you that you see small, thin, descending, almost like they are curling, you know, how when you have like the traditional just drawings of like a tornado and it looks like a perpetual swirl Mm -hmm. from the heights of the stone that you hit thin trails of a grayish black ashy smelling smoke begin to dissipate out and down and as the light of the blade fully hits the front face of the obsidian stone in front of you 
you lose any of that sense of what would be perceived as the external darkness of the obsidian, and you see through it almost like looking through a one-sided mirror. And I will tell you that on the other side of it, you see very clearly moving towards the stone a face that is about four feet tall, exceedingly long. There is not really any elements of what would be defined as like traditional facial features because it is ethereal smoke. It looks like it's a combination of like white and gray wisps. Um, you would see that it's got an incredibly large oval-shaped mouth that climbs down a very long pointed chin and it looks like it slides up against the smoke, <laughs> against the stone, and that the edges of its ethereal nature are contacting the points on the smoke that look like it is dissipating outwards. So you see face. So like the smoke is penetrating the stone and coming out now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, with seeing that all quickly. <laughs> yep. And, <laughs> and take that step back again. Yep. Yeah, you hit Reardon's hand and he just like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 I don't know why did, I don't get why I let it out. I think we've seen too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want to go home. Yes, let's go. Um, yeah. And he no, turns like, and he starts to bolt. <laughs> yeah, and I'll just, like, start walking away back towards the house, but, like, keeping my face at the wall mm-hmm. and keep walking away. Yeah. As soon as I close it, I see nothing, right? Nothing's Correct. there. That smoke that was trailing out, the blade would be sheathed. It would immediately evaporate from your vision. He would tell you as he turns and starts to, in a frenzy, run, it stopped. <laughs> no more. And, like, a look of panic in his eyes that you didn't even see in Felfarthen or back in the woods. Like, we clear... We saw a fucking giant monster. With clear, a, oh, yeah. fuck, I know. Like, this is bad. <laughs> uh, size-wise of the face, would it be comparable to Edelstan's size of yes. his head? Yeah, so like not quite size. as big, a little bit smaller, but much closer to that than regular human-sized. And that would be larger than the size of the baler's head, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just trying to put it in comparison to things that I've seen. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Like, Edelstan was about, like, six feet. This was, like I said, about maybe, like, like four. four-foot face, yeah. Yep. And the, the baylor was, like, a solid three, three-and-a-half. So, I mean, still fucking huge when normal head is, like, a foot. Yeah. So, not remotely a good insinuation, but not as bad as it could be, I guess, is a fine way to interpret it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, Reardon absolutely runs back to the front door, opens the front door, swings it, like, wide open, and rushes inside. Yeah, I'll calmly walk back. Mm-hmm. Like after walking, like with my back to the house for a little while. Yep. Turn around and just keep walking back home. Mm-hmm. Lock up the front door as we go in. Yeah, no, as you step inside, you can see that he's about 10 feet into the house on the floor, sitting with his like legs up against his chest and holding his knees. That's some Citadel shit, dude. Yeah. Like, really, really not, not good. I don't know why it's here, too. But 
You said the walls look similar? Same, 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 same. And you said that... And I'll... If I remember correctly, I think it was on his chest. Mm-hmm. I'll pull his shirt down and point at the carving, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. Do you remember what it said? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't wanna... I don't wanna do the... I don't wanna be a ritual thing. <laughs> I don't want you to be a ritual thing either. Do you recognize any of those words? Have you heard this before? Not that. Ugh. I'll repeat the phrase again too, just to refresh his memory. Yep. Like he would are there say, any words that stand out to you again? That he recognizes thunder and brie, which are hoof and horn. The other ones would not be. You said there were others with you there, right? Mm-hmm. Being experimented on? Yeah. Um. I would also take the time to like find a piece of paper or something and write down. Yeah. So I so I just so I can remember it yep. verbatim yep. what it's saying in both languages. Mm-hmm. Um It sounds to me like there were others that you are only one of those things that she was talking about. I don't know how many they had. Like I said, I was in uh, like a dark cage most of my time. Yeah. But I didn't... I don't know, man. It's hard to say, but, like... There were times during it that... I don't think it was me screaming. Even though it was my mouth. Yeah. And I think that was how it was for the others in there, too. Yeah. It's almost certain that you brought back somebody with you. Yeah. But... Perhaps there's something that the guild can do for you, much the same as we've done for Torah. Yeah. I hope so. I'm gonna go lay down. Yeah. And I'll hand him the bag of snacks that I grabbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he, like, for what would I think be the first time since he saw you, clearly looks like he is slightly tearing up and, like, rattled to a point of genuine discomfort and just kind of, like, slowly takes the, you know, little satchel from your hands. I do love snacks, man. We'll fix this. Yeah. Yeah, your friends are really nice and really strong, so it'll be fine. How do you feel being here? Not bad, I don't, I don't hear the wall. It's to my understanding that Arthur's house is very special. Mm-hmm. It's good dirt. Probably gonna ask if I can stay in the, like, shed. Sh- sure, Arthur will give you a room. <gasps> a room? No more hole. I would like a room. Yeah. And we'll get you some clothes and make you comfortable. Yeah. This is a good place to be. Yeah. Out there may be scary, 
but in here you're safe. Mm-hmm. He just kind of like pulls his arm off and slowly pushes himself up off the ground and climbs the stairs and goes back towards the area where you guys are sleeping. Um, I don't know if there's anything you would like to do before I call them in and we hop to the next morning. Uh, every, everybody's asleep, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, like, elves are resting, so, like, they're going to be in their rooms. Felix is also seemingly resting, but not, like, mm-hmm. as far as you would assume with how he is, like, fully actually passed out. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to interrupt anything for him to... Mm-hmm. Um, And I also don't know where Iris is. No. She's in one of the rooms. I just yep. don't know where. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll head back up to my room. Mm-hmm. And I'll spend some time going over that, just trying to commit it to memory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Mm -hmm. It's true, I could find her. I leaned back right as you hit the lights and I thought I was like blacking out for like this and this going. I'm so what does that mean? Yeah. What did you just say? Huh? Was that you I don't think you can repeat that on stream, DJ. I said I'm ready for the fracas and Sakakas. Yeah, I don't know what that no. No. It just sounds bad. Did you guys have fun? Yeah. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good. Where you at? Back in my house. Oh, it's cold in here now that I want to have a hot drink. Is this mine or yours? Uh, <laughs> it is yours. I stole it. Theft. This is my house, so. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to expedite it and say it is the following mid Yes. Morning, late morning. You guys have another successful long rest, even though that's rules breaking. Fuck rules. Uh, and you guys, at some point during the day, all collectively convene down here. Um, there would be obviously Wembley with um, really long silver platters, once again, of enormous piles of flapjacks, delicious breakfast mm-hmm. foods, and things like that set out on the table. Uh, I will say that the other members of the guild are not clearly present down here. Uh, the only one who is in the area is Lil Vinny, who's running around with uh, delicious um, croissants. <laughs> he does say exclusively that word. Croissant. No, no hello, no good morning, anybody. Croissant. Just, just run up with everybody that comes down. Croissant? Yes, thank you. Croissant. Thank you, Vinny. Mm-hmm. You guys are all down here. Is the food real? Yeah. The croissants are not. <laughs> They're Vinny. Damn. <laughs> They're an extension of Vinny's magic. <laughs> but I mean, all the other things, Wembley is uh, clearly in a robe, a little apron. Mm-hmm. It says, punch the chef. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, you guys are all down here. Kick the chef in the balls. Weirdo would also 100% be down here, just like face first into a tall stack of flapjacks. Just like syrup all over into his hair, <laughs> like his hair is effectively Don's hair. It would be like curling back in. Just uh, like, <laughs> oh, that's never gonna come out. No, <laughs> nope, it's fine. He's gonna smell great forever. 
That's true. It's so sticky. Um, visually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any difference? Still got all the skin? <laughs> I mean, make a, make a peep check, please. All right. An investigative peep. So uh, can I check Can I check his bones? Yeah. You can feel his bones. I'm not going to feel his bones. Oh, an investigation. Are you doing a visual bone check? Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude, you got it. <laughs> You know, uh, on the protruding bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 on the spindly <laughs> bones that are protruding out. Sure. That was, what is this? Uh, an investigation check, dude. Okay. 19. 19. 22 with disadvantage. Very good. <laughs> God damn. Uh, yeah, I will say that, you know, you can clearly see, like, he's predominantly not using his hands for eating. <laughs> so his hands would be placed on the sides of the table, yeah. like fingers kind of slightly dug into the wood. Just like a real power position for yeah. eating flapjack. Just Are there, burr, burr. You know the, the grips on like the, the Arizona iced tea bottles? Yes. Is that in the table now? Like is that <laughs> a permanent feature? Pretty much. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will say that the ones that you see on the back of his hands extending up uh, behind where his sleeves would be covering fall, you can definitively see that they are um, slightly longer. Not like a worrisome length, but like more. If they were like, I mean, he's not a growing boy. I mean, I guess he's a growing. He's boy. a growing boy. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> like uh, he, you know, like they were like two inches before. They're now like two and a quarter, two and a half. Four. They look like they're definitively getting like pointy and kind of like curled, like razorback. But it's it's enough that I notice it. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely enough to where you were like. You also rolled a 22. You're also a very investigative and, like, detailed man. You did really look at him before. It's like, do you know it since he's gotten back to the city? Probably not. I don't, like, the right. last time I think you really looked at him was, was when you met him. Yeah. So, like, hey, you guys were at Fell Farther for a while, but, like, it didn't seem like he was getting different in there. He definitively said he feels weird now that he's back here. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he just like sees out of the corner of his eyes Vinny walking with like you know the like big laundry baskets that have the like cloth canvas interior? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what Vinny has just of croissant. <laughs> <laughs> just like a hundred and eighty of them just like in this fucking laundry tub that is clearly the size of him and fucking Reardon just out of the corner of his eyes <laughs> snatches like four. It's not enough. Is no. this abnormal for Reardon or he, he seems hungrier. Good. Seems a bit more ravenous. Good. <laughs> Is uh, our good buddy Arthur around? Uh, yeah, Arthur would 100% be wandering around. He's got like a robe and a pipe. Totally like nude otherwise. Though. I was going to say anything else. <laughs> Just the robe and the pipe. <laughs> Is it tight? Oh, he's, got, he's got like big burr, uh, bear fur slippers. Oh, of course. <laughs> What's yes, going he on, Hef? <laughs> <laughs> Is it just like the foot of a bear that he's just yes. like cut a Hollowed hole out and he's just put over his feet. It's got like a big bear fur robe, like nice lining and everything. It's just got a pipe. And hood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little berry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. Cannon now. I'm for sure just gonna Gun like... over the bear. Yeah. I'm gonna glance at Retora. <laughs> oh. Uh, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Let everybody sleep. Good time. Fine. Very well. Hmm, good. Wembley. Flapjacks again. Creative as always. 
Super Wembley just shakes. <laughs> they like so fast. I know. Does the pan just dent? Yeah, the tray? crunch. Like you're like it looks like it's aluminum foil. It's pure metal. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what's on the agenda, folks? Well, um, if I remember right, we had a uh, sparring session scheduled. Yeah, I'm all ready. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a bit of practice myself now that I'm feeling a bit better. You want to fight too? Oh my! We found now ourselves I'm ready. in some, <laughs> some dangerous situations. I think I'd like to be. Yeah, of course. No problem. Anybody else want to scrap with old Arthur Hartwood? Uh, not particularly. We also. Oh, that's good. You don't have legs. Yes. Be an unfair fight. It would be very difficult for me without legs. Uh, Nesgrim would have to carry me around like a horse. I'm sorry? He'd have to carry you like a... Yes. Oh, you mean like he's a horse? Yes. Understood. <laughs> Nesgrim, why are you making those noises? He said like a horse. Uh -huh. I mean, we can, we can do that later this afternoon. Big fan of having a good, good hearty breakfast first. Yes. We had also spoken about William. Yes. Yes, we had. Well, definitely an after breakfast thing as well. Probably before the fight. I'm sure Wembley would um, get a kick out of watching, uh, <laughs> you know, him and I go at it, fisticuffs. Yes. Yeah. I think so. I believe that I have done some thinking based on this ritual that we performed with Ritora and the ritual from Adrian's basement. Uh, Felix, I think if you draw on the ground a uh, magic circle of the School of Protection, I think I can include all of you in seeing what I see in my ritual with candles should you wish to join I would like that very, very much Arthur I would extend that same invitation to you as well love to be able to see the old fool once more thank you you're welcome well nothing else on the agenda we can eat Get started on the day. You said you're fighting Nesgrim today? Yeah. I would very much like to see that. We'll do it in the courtyard. Would you prefer to meet with Ethier before or after our fight? Oh, no. Uh, Ethier after. Wembley wants to watch me beat the shit out of you. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have a great time. I'm sure he will. I might even put on pants. I would recommend it, given my tactics in the last fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. Maybe I might get some kind of, um... A cup, I would recommend. Certainly, uh... Get the silver platter! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Arthur. Of course. Scrapes the eggs off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just on to feeling I just slave. catch them. Yep. Oh, God, not the eggs. <laughs> I could put these in a tube. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well. Breakfast. Yes. Okay. I don't know if there's anything anybody wants to accomplish during breakfast. If not, 
We will migrate towards ye old duel at dawn between. <laughs> duel at dusk? Duel at dusk. I mean, it would be more like midday. It'd be like pistols at noon. Midday. Mm. Midday. <laughs> <don't you? laughs> yep. Penises in midday. Yep. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody wants to go over anything during breakfast, but genuinely, if not, we'll hop towards that. How's Rita looking? Like Covered in syrup and pieces of obvious delicious butter. Disposition-wise, does he... He seems like he is, uh, I don't want to say, like, eating his problems, but, like, eating his problems. <laughs> like, I feel the eyes still Yeah, like, there's it. syrup in my ears, so I can't hear anything scary. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I really feel seen. Uh, so, Vorst? Yes. Um, we left last night. <laughs> What? Yeah. Ran an errand. Thank you, Mike. Right right across the street there to the uh ye oldie wall. Um Reardon had told me that he had heard voices coming from the wall. I'm sorry? A voice. It was speaking orcish. It's not ideal. No. But I very much would like to know what it was. So we went. And uh, he said that the wall was speaking in a soft-spoken woman's voice. Mm. It didn't sound orcish, but she was speaking orcish. And uh, I would repeat it back to you, but... You know how these things are. <laughs> yes. Here's my transcription. Rip. <laughs> yeah, and I'll pass around a piece of paper, and uh, I don't know if you guys want me to read it out loud, or if you guys want to just read it yourself. Glenn can read it out loud. Yeah, yeah. you can read it out loud. All right. Open the Empire's Gate Below the Gallows by Flow of Blood, by Glowing Jewel of Fire, by Call of Hoof and Horn, by Smoking Mystic Heart, Herald all there below. Thralls of the Nine raise the bridge to hell. Carve the ritual symbols unto flesh. Summon the buried, buried lord's home. Raise is R-A-Z-E? No. Oh. No, it's it's the proper raise. The kind you get up in the morning. <sighs> that's personal. That sounds like something <laughs> we should not do. Yes, that sounds uh, like the opposite of... Something we should do. Uh, Ethier, you've been in the city quite a while, as of you, Yalmo. The, um. You ever really look at the walls at night? Look at them at night? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've examined them at night, but nope. have I noticed anything being around the walls at night? Like, I, I will, yeah, reiterate now that, like, again, we've seen obsidian in another location. Yeah. They look clearly yeah. like they're constructed of obsidian. They're big fucking blocks. Nothing weird to either of you guys, despite having lived in the city for a very long time. Just big fucking obsidian blocks of stone. They, uh, they, <laughs> they glow from the inside. <laughs> I mean, they glow... Nope. Not as far as I'm concerned. Nope. What nope. color? No, Was there a color to it? 
Uh, so the glow itself, uh, no, the glow would not have really had a color. It would have looked more like in the same way. Like a sensation of light inside. <clears throat> yeah, well, area. I mean, it was illuminating part of what would look like the framework of the obsidian itself. So, like, it would look whitish because it's a light, so it's naturally coming from within. So, yeah, it would have, like, a, a persistent white, dull color. Nothing about what you described was natural. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you don't know the nature of these stones. No. <laughs> Beautiful glow stones, dude. No! What I, <laughs> what I know the process for making glass, John. Ether? Or no. Totally fine if not. Because I know. If you don't know... I would say because of the trinkets that were made by your people back in Helltown, uh, you oh. would... <laughs> Helltown, oh, forgive me. Oh. <laughs> Helltown, oh. Yeah. Oh, Helltown. <laughs> yeah. You would have a familiarity with the idea that it is heated sand. Okay. You would not have done it, but you would have known glass workers in that town. Sure. Okay. You're, you're so, I, yeah, 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 no, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> 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 ah. <laughs> what if these walls are not obsidian? What if it is heated ash? Is that how you make obsidian? Sand and fire is how you make glass. Really? Yes. But I like fire. I like a fire in a pit of sand often. It doesn't. Very, very hot. Oh, it's a big, big bonfire. Yes, or something hotter. Something enclosed, perhaps? Yes. Oh, like an oven? Yes. Oh. Well. I never thought about that. Eh? I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna also remind Glenn of the uh, visage of what, you know, happened with the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm getting there. Uh-huh. Getting where? Yeah, it's... it's, it's it uh, didn't stop there. <laughs> didn't stop where? Rirda felt compelled to touch the wall not under his own volition and did he he did not he stopped himself so I I touched the wall in his stead and you know like when it's cold outside and somebody sits on a bench Mm. and they get up and walk away and then you sit down on the bench the bench is kind of warm it's kind of nice but not nice yes it's bad nice. <laughs> like a warm public toilet. <laughs> bad. I would also just like to comment bad nice. once again. What? John has told one character to do something, and somebody else is like, I got you. Don't, don't you worry about it for even a minute. I'll do it. Yeah. Well, no, it's fine. <laughs> don't worry about it at it's all. Fine. If you're not compelled to do it, then it's not as dangerous, right? Well, the, uh, the walls are warm like that. Um, I touched the wall and it was warm. Went to put my ear to it to see if I can hear anything. And, uh, gave a knock. And, um, that didn't sit well with Rirda. Um, he was alarmed, as though something was there. And, uh, asked me about the, what's in the stone. I replied about the glow. 
And Rirda doesn't see the glow. But you do. I've not seen this glow either. Rirda sees something else. What does he see? Do any of you, have you ever seen, like, when hot stuff and the smoke (laughs) makes pictures? Yes. Have I seen hot stuff pictures before? Yeah. Yeah. That feels fair for an older druid. (laughs) You know. An old woman like me. Yeah, right? (laughs) I used to hit the hot stuff way back. (laughs) Before it was cool. Back in my 50s. (laughs) I'm not a kid anymore. (laughs) Well, he saw smoke. In the stone? Yes. Flowing. A grinning face. Great. That sounds really good. I didn't see it, and uh, apparently when I knocked, it stopped looking at him and started looking at me. He pulled me back away from the wall, and uh, I was reminded of our time in Felfarthen, being able to see things that were not there that I couldn't normally see. So, I took all the precautions, and I unsheathed my long sword I just love Don's face <laughs> go was, on it tell me more it was at that point that smoke started spinning out of the stone great but you, you could see yes and a face came forward through almost like fog but it was just the visage, visage of a face not the actual tangible thing it was like in smoke like Rita said did you recognize the face no no it was, as I said, just a visage, uh, roughly about four foot tall. Oh, okay. that's worse. With a very gape mouth, and uh, mm-hmm. it started moving towards the wall, mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. as if the the surface of the stone stopped it, but the smoke was pouring out. Mm-hmm. It should sound familiar mm-hmm. yeah. to all of us, or just her. I know, fairly similar to most of the people who had ye old lower tree experience. Oh, right. Oh, no. Smoke that seems to come from nowhere. Is that lower tree experience? In the hole that we found. In the hole below the tree. I certainly remember that. You saw your mother, Nesgrim. Yep. Breathed she was in a shadow. smoke monster. Breathed in shadow around you, much taller than you. Yeah. Much taller than you remember her being. Yeah. Mommy? Sorry. So long ago. Mommy? Sorry. So, Mommy? Sorry. It started moving and pressed its face to the surface of the stone at that point that uh, Rirda yelled and got scared and I took a step back and sheathed my sword. And when I did that, it I could no longer see anything and he said that it was retreating back into the stone as it did once before. I have a feeling that something of that came back with Rirda resonates with this as we've seen before. Magics that complement one another. And that's why I felt safe enough to touch the wall is because me and him are the same. But if something in his gut was telling him don't touch it, something in mine was saying it's fine. I think it's Yes, I would imagine so. See Arthur take a long drag of the pipe. It's what? Sorry, I can't see one. 
Is he still holding the pipe? Mm-hmm. It's going to start to slip out of his hand slowly. <laughs> what? Towards me. Oh, oh! you want to hit Felix? Oh, yeah. I exhale entirely. <laughs> and just <laughs> another Phelps rip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. It's going to be a good day. Hmm? Every campaign? Mm-hmm. Wait, no, it's just this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean? Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> mm, Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Rin smokes responsibly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only a No, he doesn't. <laughs> I asked Ruta if he remembered any of these words that he's heard before in his time in the Citadel. And uh, he said not only does the walls remind him of the Citadel, as it's made of the same stone, um, the words Thundar and Bree stood out to him, meaning of hoof and horn. Where were those words? Sounds like a demon. <laughs> uh, was that what you said? Yeah. They're orcish. Yeah, and yes, by it's... call of hoof and horn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he remembers the mm-hmm. words for hoof and horn. And um, it also mentions something about ritual symbols and flesh. And I'll point at Reardon and have him pull his shirt down for everybody again to show them the yeah. horrible. <laughs> I don't even think I have a drawing of it, but I the, think... the big fucking carving of the like horns. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Water on his chest. Wait, he doesn't have hooves, right? Reared it slightly. What do you mean slightly? slightly? What what mean? Hoof or no hoof? He doesn't have hooves, right? Right. Hoof or no hoof? Yeah. He said yes. So, so no. I'm gonna start slowly with with Mystic Hand moving plates away from him since I'm assuming he's still in Flapjack Town. Mm-hmm. Just no 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 not to get his attention, just you know, just oh, sure. slightly just Towards you? Or? Just away from him. Just so hungry. Yep. I think, I think <laughs> he said this reminds him heavily of the Citadel. I'd be inclined to believe him. You think it's safe for him to be in the city? I think it's safe for him to be here. In Arthur's place. He says he doesn't feel anything here. He can't hear anything. What if this? What if the walls of Oshwamp and the walls of the Citadel are not different? What if it's just the same wall that runs for like underground? A great wall. Like a big wall, right? You could see or through space. A wall, <laughs> a long wall. There we go. <laughs> yeah, it is. Carved into his flesh. What the fuck is that middle one? I mean, I'm not great at drawing horns. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you drew one, and then the last so. one you were like, "Yeah, all three of these look like the last yeah, one." They should look a lot more yeah. like that. Okay. I was just like, "Oh God, I don't know how to space things." So. <laughs> Help me. Horns are hard to draw. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> I think he's one of these things that they're calling for in this poem. Reardon is? Well, they're trying to make him into one. It's a ritual that they're performing much of the same as what you and Reardon, uh, Retora have experienced. Good. Yes. So we have to keep him away from... The wall. The wall. That's... We really took him to the right place to do that. We did. I feel like if there's anywhere that he should be right now, it's a... In, Arthur's house. Might be the only place in the city that's safe for him, though. Yeah, shit's good in here. You said you got good dirt. Yeah. Finest dirt in the land. 
Perhaps you could spare a room for the foreseeable future for Rita until... Oh, for the puppy? Yes. Oh, yeah, the puppy can stay. Of course he can. He's a good boy. <laughs> Does he look excited at being called a good boy? 100%. Stops eating. You <laughs> see, like, the syrup-stained hair just, like, kind of move aside as his ears just wiggle and flip. <laughs> oh, good boy. As he is. Can you remind me what information we have about Ash Hall? You mean about, like, the, the thing where, um, you know, Stone Dragon awoke, supposedly? Yeah. It's still there, right? Or is that the one that's not there anymore? Uh, no. Whitehall is the one that is completely missing Got from it. the map itself. Okay. Whitehall is the one that presumably you guys saw inside of the vision with Elseth, Dumar, yes. and Durgan. Um, Ash Hall is the one that is far up straight north of Oshwamp. Okay. Uh, what would be considered west of the area of the mines. So, like, again, Big Spoon... Mines are in, like, top right corner. Yep. That's where Alglatha was. Top center inside a forest, right at the base of the mountains, is where Hostrakar was. Yep. Uh, yeah, again, supposedly mass genocide, uh, descriptions of, like, meteoric-style fires and everything suddenly, poof, ash, gone. And the and idea was... Uh, to big obsidian glass stones. Maybe, Again, mass fire extinction. Yep. We don't yep. know. We haven't yep. been there. It's called Ash Hall. Yep. It is, yep. And the woods around are called Ash Woods. Yep. 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 <laughs> and you got the stone dragon in the mountains behind. Uh, yep. uh, and then where's the crystal tower related to that? The crystal, uh, crystal tower, tower is, is to the east. Alglatha is here. East. Woods. Right? Crystal tower. Oh, okay. Mine. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Gotcha. The northeast. Correct. There's not much to the northwest, right? Oh, no, there is. There's that's no, that's, that's where the rotting one is. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> a, that's, I mean, as far a, as like that's the bad woods. Kind of. No, uh, like northwest is orc area where rotting one is. Uh, big spooky abandoned tower thingy that we got. Uh, haven't really talked about that that much. Yeah, I think Reardon mentioned it on his travels. Oh, so that's like, what I'm. Th- okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, there's yeah, another yeah. big spooky abandoned yeah, tower. Yeah, the the, the light right coming. Yeah, there's right, a lot yeah. of those. Mm-hmm, 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 okay, yeah, we big should go there. Tower. Watchtowers were a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orcs. You constructed bad, bad. additional pylons. Other oh, spooky <laughs> tower. Thank God, dude. Oh no, Ashford's my barracks Ashford's really needed that. Okay. Photon cannons. Any ray rushers? <laughs> Scum people is great. Okay. All right, that's fine. Oh, okay. No, dude, Dark Templar rush all day. Oh my god. It's even it's even more cruel in a D&D campaign. John. Yeah. I came from what area of the northwest? The woods of Narenter? Yeah. You were east, like towards the central eastern portion of the like mid area of the woods. So you were kind of far in. I'm so excited. Uh, more towards Sabarak. Sabarak. Yes. If I remember correctly, let me look at that's the what I, That's what I thought. <laughs> map down. Any mappers? Oh, wait, I'm an idiot. Um, the map. Um, the Yo, map. Yo, what the um, f- the map. Um, the map. What? <laughs> I didn't see this gif. Hands coming out of the wall. Oh, yeah, dude. That was really good, right? <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> Oh my bones. Oops. Map images. Bam. Um, the backpack loaded up with. Was it Apple stuff in Are you looking at the old map, Glenn? Yes. Okay, I'm looking at the me... Iris's map that she okay. gave me. Uh, it's, it's in the world details one if yep, you need a shortcut to. Uh, you would be. 
So how it says Kako Dob, it's kind yes. of curled up. If you look at the B at the end, if you went into a line, like straight left. Okay, so closer to Doom Hall than Sabrak. Yeah, you would have been bisecting Doom Hall in Last Watch. That's why your people were constantly getting railed by two different orc clans. <laughs> sadly. <laughs> Very sadly. Smorf WTF. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Smorf clap. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I think it's not so much that there is a wall running through there, Nesgrim. I think it could be something from underneath. In the visions that we were shown before, there is a great deep hole where Oshwam stands now. I think whatever it is is from... The light could be from below. Yeah. And Rida also told us that the Citadel was very dark cave-like underground so supposedly it runs just as deep so if it's just as deep I guess it could run laterally it could it's possible the walls of Oshwamp are the same as the Citadel just walls that run underground who recognized orcs in an area that they shouldn't be in to the southwest outside of this area you mean outside of the north? Yes. So there southwest was... was Ryak, where his people were attacked. Uh, there are also other points of lore with, like, the days of the White Howl, which were an orc siege that almost took your hometown. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell. Not his town. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's really insincere. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, shucks. shucks. Damn. Oh, the hell town of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. Oh. the huh? mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah, no. Arthur, you yeah. talking about the point of the walls construction would take a hit of his pipe and be like, no, no, no. Hartwood's built this city. Oh. Yes. Where'd you get the stone? I don't know. I wasn't alive. A thousand years ago. Do you think it was the stone that was here originally? It makes more sense to just use what was lying around. Probably. No idea. Any stories of when they started construction here? Well, uh, I mean, family legend says, like, you know, Ostador took the city back and contracted the Heartwoods to rebuild the city. There's no information on how that was done? No. Not really something you write about. Were the Heartwoods of any fame before building Oshamp? Don't know. Not much family history beyond the thousand years. Those are the first heartwoods that were really talked about. Were they native? No. Came here. From where? Oh, south? I don't know. Why would Dostador call them of all people? No idea. Hmm. Then... How old are you again? 30. Roughly, give or take like a month or two. How long have you been 30? No. 
Like nine months, ten months. It's my birthday soon. <laughs> He's gonna give me a gift. It's the third time I've asked. This is the third time, time you've, you've asked. asked legitimately. That. Literally in the last twelve hours. Of Stop day. asking his age. <laughs> I'm not convinced. He's not eternal. Write it down. I don't have my notebook. <laughs> I see a blank page. This is just write thirty and then question mark. <laughs> No, I've been, you know, 30 since I turned 30 a couple months ago. Yes, there you go. Oh, that's right, you told me that, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, just like you, my memories are weird because I died and everything, and, you know. Yeah, I think his memory's slipping with his age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, he's, he's going senile. Fair, we didn't really know him when he was younger. Nazgrim, are you feeling good? Do you know where you are? Well, this what, is home. Well, what day is it? It's safe. That, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> He doesn't know. <laughs> that's good. That's very good. <laughs> Who is the president? <laughs> um, <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh, perhaps Rita should stay away from the walls. Yeah, the puppy's gonna stay with me. I got a room for him. Arthur, can you think of any reason there would be smoke faces in Oshwamp's walls? Smoke faces? Uh, let me think. Or whispering voices. Uh, <laughs> that, that other place could be bleeding into this place. Maybe the stone came from there? Maybe the stone's a, a barrier or a gateway. I don't know, the weird orky language said something about a gate and a bridge. Are there any bridges connected to Oshwamp? There's one that we heard about. It's not a typical bridge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Iris spoke of the uh, the portal in the Crystal Tower. Right. No bridges in Oshwamp, though. Just a lot of gates. <laughs> oh my. What, what did I inhale, by the way? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely some, uh, you know. Kool Aid. <laughs> no, well, uh, Don, you want to give me a dwarven weed name? Oh. I was going to ask if it was dwarven sure, or It's half. definitely uh, dweed. Uh, dweed. It's dwarven. It's dweed. It's dweed. He's smoking dweed. Yeah, uh, that cool dweed. <laughs> Grumble Smash. There you go, dude. My favorite Grumble Smash blend. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> oh. I'm interested. <laughs> it's, it's I'm interested nice. in a Grumble Smash. <laughs> Just DJ. <laughs> I'll write this down. I gotta purchase it later. Mm-hmm. Got it from the dwarves. Mm. Perhaps we can ask uh, Iris. No offense, Arthur, but you said your own memory's a little hazy sometimes. Real hazy. (laughs) 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 There's actually nothing left in my (laughs) memory. It's going to get lightheaded if he keeps doing that. Mm -hmm. It is Mm -hmm. likely similar to something with Felfarther. Has it reacted to your blade the same? Yes, that's exactly why I thought to use it was my experience of being able to see things that aren't there. Mm. I thought perhaps 
In Felfarthen, didn't we learn that obsidian was used to scry in some kind of way? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, DJ probably gets a bam. DJ is one and one. <laughs> no, not one and one. One. He's one for two. The age counted against him too. <sighs> yes. I'm impressed. Scry for me, Don. Scry. I wonder. Scry, baby. You actually learned that obsidian was used to suppress against scrying. Oh. Yes. That's much worse. Yeah. Which means it wasn't scrying. It was here. It was actually here. Yeah. Only uh, Wolfman can see it for some reason. Oh, wow. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you want to run that by yep. me again? That's it. Yep. <laughs> if uh, Obsidian blocks scrying, would that mean that no one outside of Oshwamp is able to see in? Theoretically, yes, I imagine. You could look over the wall. Not if they are far away, though. I'm thinking more about the gods. Like, maybe they just can't see it. Maybe they're not gone, they just forgot it was there. The gods did not exist elsewhere in the world, also. It is not just here. Mm. I think you might be onto something, though. Because they said some of the gods were killed and buried. Should any of them get freed, perhaps Nesgrim's right. This acts as some sort of camouflage. Oh, I mean, think about why the spooky thing was inside the wall. There was... That was the furthest they could get. No. It's more like a prison. It's trapped in here with us? He's trapped in here with me. You're here with me. This earth is faintly a prison, yeah, John. Where his, uh -huh. where his is it below begins, us, John? Where his <laughs> loan begins to break, he's imprisoned. Oh, the door's imprisoned in the walls. <laughs> I mean, he's under the city. <laughs> or in the walls. No, he's not. I, think he's, I think he's under the city. Well, but he can't get out of the walls. It's a prison. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll literally read the thing again. Open the Empire's Gate below the gallows mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. flow of blood, <laughs> mm -hmm. by glowing jewel of fire, by call of hoof and horn, by smoking mystic heart. Herald all there below. Stop looking at me. Thralls, <laughs> Stop smoking. Thralls of nine <laughs> raise the bridge to hell, carve the ritual symbols onto flesh, summon the buried lord's home. Oh no. Damn you. You found the hand Damn with the you. symbols carved into it. Yes. Damn you. Do we still have it? No. You just let me zzzz. No, you put it back. Right on home. I put it back. In the, at the gallows. It wasn't at the gallows. It was a burned out house. It was a burned out it house. It was burned out house. Slum near the gallows. Okay. All right. It all was right, near the gallows. Right, right. Not like That's... adjacent to the gallows, but like 200 feet. I did put it back. So when we... That's also where a lot of the vampires were. When we went yeah. underneath the orphanage. The orphanage. And we went down. Yeah, and then That's we went like directionally. Did we head toward the gallows underneath? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there was a pool of blood. blood. <laughs> mm -hmm. Next to big, a thing. A big statue guarding lower. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yolum was not saying any of nope. that, but that's what I thought. We gotta go yeah. back. I've been pushing for us to go back there for several episodes. <laughs> Just want to point that out. We gotta go back. <laughs> we gotta go back, Marty. <laughs> oh, man. 
I even talked about the statue lady and. Yeah, I mean, we we talked about going back yes. after we mm-hmm. touched base with the dinner. Yes, with yeah, Catherine Hartwood. And if it's related to that any sort of way, then we might be able to get some answers did you, did about you, did you send that those about words that? there. Did you send that? It's story. in the world list with okay. the world oh. details. Let oh, me, you shared the picture for me. Let me let me take a let me take a just that quick. Oh, the uh, no, I didn't send the um. I'll, I can resend the... Uh... Yeah, if you don't mind, thank you. I thought you were talking about the map, Paul. Sorry. No, not the map, sorry. No, the spooky writing. I would like to read the spooky writing. I would like to. Call I just, just... Boron door. I just <laughs> know That's... You don't want me to say the spooky writing? Can you say I it mean... in Orcish? Oh, say it in Orcish. Yeah, I, I do. Oh, yeah, I told... I, I have to yeah, yeah, read no, it to I me. did it in Reardon's voice where I was like, it's weird because Reardon can't do the, like, <laughs> sweet, serene, come-hither feminine voice that it was... That sure. Reardon was hearing, so like Check I did it in Reardon's voice, which yeah is uh, call ati porandor doraznen ati karmaknol afar udohok ob kijak afar kulamak sahavor obbal afar bukt ob dondar agbri afar tumat vogamtar semar kaznak uk Atigatnen snaga ob krith nagrafom ati uruskator gatu hend ati kaushatar lajil mab mavshat sa ati jarksa sots votar. There you go. How do you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you! It's the normal spelling. Uh, yeah, the classic. What do you think it is? Just like it sounds. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned because I feel like many of these things are already done. Mm-hmm. Dude, what, what, what could smoking Mystic Heart possibly mean? Nobody knows, really. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's a mystery. And you thought of today to just the pipe? <laughs> <laughs> no, we got him. All it took was for you to smoke, smoke in, front in front of him. Smoke in front of him, I know. <laughs> That's that no no. It sounds like that needs he to be like pretty you. local by the gallows. You can do all these things by the gallows. It's fine. You, you don't want to go. I mean, relatively speaking, right? They're like right there. Come on, man. <laughs> you don't go... No, they're all the way in the north district. You're in they're the fine. you're in the city. It's surrounded by walls. The walls are like <laughs> they have souls blocking things from CNN. But then, the, I mean, but it's... the good dirt blocks oh. them from CNN even further. So it's actually like a double block. We're mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. We're double good. negatives. They can't slap. <laughs> Got it. Uh, yeah, uh, for the <laughs> other viewers. <laughs> Important thought. It would also stop scrying from Oshwamp out. Possibly. You can't send for help. Not if it you're, high, not if you're high up have, enough. Have we been able... Like, you can send messages out of the city, right? Do you know that? I, that's what I'm... Like, I don't think anybody has at any point attempted to cast message or sending to an individual who's outside the walls. While one person was on the other side of the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nobody has ever been here, wall, person here attempted to communicate. Was, but communication has happened from within the city to other parts of the world. We don't know if it was from in, within the city. They mm-hmm. might have gone outside. Or if it was you said bird related. mail, didn't you? <clears throat> bird mail's bird mail. That's yeah, that's bird, bird mail. Welcome to Brand Nye the Science Guy. Where we... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I mean, real, realistically, if it would block scrying in, it would also block scrying out. Yeah, unless you have a certain elevation above the walls. So one of the right? things that I will put out as a point of clarity is that when he was looking at the wall and Reirda, the stones look as though they are hollow. Okay. As though there is stone, so like a sense of thickness, a hollow gap, and then another sense of thickness. Right, okay. It right. was within that that the smoky substances and the glow were seen. Okay. So what we need is stone melding. <laughs> just... I mean, followers on it. Uh, Correct. I mean, we could just hit an area of the wall and just see what comes out. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've also seen a stone giant. Why are you looking at me like that? Into some stone. Yes, he has. <laughs> so theoretically, it could just be a friendly Edelstam. Yeah, sure. Oh, no. No, it, you didn't say it slithered. We're fine. No. Yeah, it's it it the face was smaller than Edelstam's, too. Yeah. It was only like But bigger feet. than the Baylor's. Yeah. Like four huh? feet. Oh, that was a face. face. That oh, was the face. I thought it was like a full visage. Oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. I thought it was like, like a dwarf the, size. In I the gotcha. same way for like, you know, in The Mummy when the face is made of sand and it lacks all real identifying features like except just that. like the hollow sockets, the area where you could see like some projection of what would be a nose as like an indentation. And like I said, a large oval gaping mouth and a long pointed chin. Mm. It filled the space of the stone as it moved forward towards him. So it's, it's... for size reference, most of these blocks are six by six. Yep. That description has no Natural. correlation to the uh, Ryan one, right? No. The correlation that I would make in terms of, again, as Glenn is trying to point mm-hmm. out, in terms of the enormous size of faces, the size of the face that Don saw during his vision inside of Felfar then again. Again, not mm-hmm. the one you saw in the vision would yeah, have been yeah, bigger, yeah. but like but similar what Glenn to... is trying to make the comparisons of was like the Balor's face was like three feet. This is four feet. The one that you saw sleeping was like ten <laughs> to twelve feet. So like, so it's only slightly worse. Yeah, there's a scale to my monstrosity. You saw the one of course. sleeping under Felfirth. Correct. Mm-hmm. That was bad. Yeah, yeah, no, there's something here for sure. Mm-hmm. These are not walls. This is like a, this is a tower. It's a crib. It's a this is a tower. No, it's a crib. It goes all the way down. Yes. He's creeping his way up. That is a good thought. What? That it extends yeah. further down. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. Mm-hmm. That's we saw bad. this place as a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I, a hole that something came out of. I all of a sudden don't want to visit the lower, lower portion. <laughs> <laughs> Success. <laughs> Not too keen anymore. Oh my god. Not sexy. Well, and and genuinely, today. that's why, like, the demonstration for what they've been talking about with the Undercity where they have the kids, it's that's why the guild's not here. They have to go back for the children. They like, have jobs. Yeah, like, they can't yeah. just sit here all day and be like, we will answer every question you have. Yeah, it's yeah, like, no, have, oh my god, we have like 40 children to go back to protecting. We're tired, but like, if monsters. we don't go, they're gonna get eaten. Like, and the chicken lady in the basement can only do so much. We yes. said we were gonna help them. Mm-hmm. Parakeet. Absolutely. Eventually. Picture yeah. me a parakeet. <laughs> Picture me a parakeet right now. We mm. should think on this. We should. Mm-hmm. And speak with Iris perhaps after our meeting with uh, Lady Hardwood. Arthur, you'll keep him here, right? The dog? He's a great boy. 
Besides, I'll need company after, you know, Wembley's on. Yeah. But to rest, yeah. Be good to have somebody here with me. He, he listens very well. Mm-hmm. He'll be a new good butler. He just ruffles his hair and he's, oh, um... Just, sticky. Sticky dog. Don't. Oh, don't <laughs> Draw the bath! Just don't send him out. Son of a bitch. <laughs> he's gonna get syrup in my tongue. <laughs> and hair. Until we can get this sorted, don't let him out of the house. Oh, no, 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 no. He'll have plenty of space in here to roam and, you know, I've got some toys and stuff, some bones. <laughs> Is he still eating? It's like a plush toy. Yeah. That was the vault. It was actually just a home gym. (laughs) (laughs) Build a better body. Yeah, no, uh, he'll have a a good time here. Parthar, perhaps put him on a diet? (laughs) No. What will happen to your memories when Wembley is gone? What will happen to Wembley when William is gone? Uh, I... I don't know. I've never really made another homunculus before, yeah. If this is not truly him, it is your recreation of him. I am not sure that he will vanish when William does. No, I don't think so either, but... I don't know, something about it feels wrong to keep the vestiges of my uncle still here. I would probably, um... Put the old gen out of commission? Hmm? Possibly work on um, something else in the future. I understand. Perhaps Probably also deserves to sleep. Yes. Perhaps you should work on whatever this next one is before you put this one out of commission. I would hate for all of your memories to be scattered. I don't think they'll be scattered. Um. You know those feelings where your friend was talking about your gut tells you something? Yes. I think they'll come back to me. I think it's more that I gave something of me to keep him in there too, you know? Yes. And what is of him will pass and what is of me will come home. That I do understand. Hmm. <clears throat> you two should fight now I think that's a good call buddy I agree you ready you gonna get the syrup out of your fingers there's no syrup on my fingers ooh they're so slimy (laughs) are you nervous not particularly it's probably your lack of pants Oh, forgive me. I didn't mean... Sometimes that happens in the morning. Uh, especially when there's flapjacks around. Especially. <laughs> Wembley! Fetch my fighting pants. Yes. Are they brown? <laughs> Stark white. Ooh. Still. Yep. Oh, my God. Dude, Arthur killed me hysterical. Just oh. does like some deep knee bends. Mm. Whoa, alright. Calm down. Outside. Fight outside? Yeah. We'll go draw the circle. Yeah. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roar, roar, roar. Mm-hmm. Once again, everybody, uh, you know, prepares. Obviously, this time there are fewer individuals that are uh, going to be outside in here for this, but everybody forms the square, and, you know, five, ten minutes later, Arthur comes back out. Uh, Arthur's got on him. Uh, an old, raggedy, kind of like tarnished set of chain mail where you can see that there's like 
obvious like patches that have been broken Hornet. and then <laughs> bless you awesome. uh, new you. metals reforged in in place so you can see areas where there's uh, like what would clearly look like newer chain compared to the old tarnished portions. Mm. Uh, he does not have a kilt on. Uh, he definitely <laughs> just has like, you know, greaves and pauldrons, what would complete a set of chain. Uh, and you can see that he just walks outside with a, a nice long sword on his hip, on his left side. Just kind of like looks around at everybody, looks at the square. Well, uh, Wembley gave you first blow, so I feel like it's only fair. He reaches out and he goes to shake your hand. I'm gonna shake his hand. To the death, my friend. Not that far. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I can't. Wembley! Put the coffin back! <laughs> you see Wembley around the corner of the house dragging a large <laughs> coffin. Damn it. <laughs> Drags it away. Drat. Well, Wembley, you can at least still watch. Did it, did it have Nesgrim's name carved in it? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> you just saw, like, Wembley's finger just carving oh. through the wood the name, like, Nesgrim. He's like on, to... like, the G. <laughs> I like to think Arthur just had a coffin ready for With me. your name? <laughs> he, just, it he, says he, DJ on it. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. He ordered you. So. He ordered me yeah. in the coffin no. at the same time. That was him He's going to put you back in the original packaging. <laughs> Ooh, a pristine Nesgrim figure. Oh, this one sucks. Oh, uh, no, I should have broke the seal. Edition. This one's old. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the wrinkles. It's a classic. Uh, yeah, so I mean, he would shake your hand, take a few steps back. You guys are in again. It's a 20-foot square with your friends around the edges. He would gesture towards you. When we give you the first blow, so will I. I'm going to stand next to Felix. He would obviously draw his long sword. He's not going to stand there like Wembley, where he would attempt to like block. Sure. Wembley's, you know, legitimately made of metal. I'm gonna hit him twice with my hammer. Very good. Ba bam. All right. I'm excited for this. I those one of them might hit. <laughs> uh, Twenty-four. Mm-hmm. And then uh, sixteen. The sixteen uh, would connect. Uh, so I will sequence them so this way the 16 comes first. Uh, you can see obviously that he has his long sword drawn. You step forward with your mace. He looks like he's going to defend but he looks like in the same way that like Jack Sparrow when he's like fighting but not really mm -hmm. fighting he looks clearly like he's playing around with you where you like come forward moving with speed and heft and like go to bring your mace and he's like ha ha goes to parry with his long sword and realizes he's not actually going to catch with the, like, edge of his blade to be able to block and go, oh, shit! <laughs> yeah, all right. you'll connect with both. All right, and it's going to be 2d8 plus 8. We'll have you bring the, the one down on his sternum. 7, 8, 15. 15 total bludgeoning? Indeed. Yeah. And then... Bonus action. Bonus action. <laughs> <laughs> really gotta get it out there. Right. Sanctuary on myself. Very good. Uh, and it's, it's like a, a wisdom save, right? Yep. Is For that I go to attack? Do I roll burnout? Uh, we're not on the consecrated ground inside of this house. I would say yes. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, just fucking rip that 100. Just, mm. yeah. This is where we get. I the have to know where where is everyone placed around this? 
Uh, it's a square. There's two, four, five. There were casualties, not casualties, but there were. Wembley um, makes seven. Um, yeah, I mean, two to a side, and one side would have three. So whoever wants to be standing near each other, that's up to you guys. Me and Leg Boy are next to each other. Yeah, yeah, we're hanging out. Okay, I'm gonna flank him on the other side. Sure. So that's the side three. Me and Rira. You and Rira, and then it's you and Wembley. Do 100 for burnout effect, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, just rip the 100. 54! Ooh, that's not... Uh, click the table. Yeah, that's I don't not, remember what 54 I honestly is. don't have the, the tracker. Should we taking damage or whatever? Yes. <laughs> it actually might be a bad one. It's not going to be one of the worst ones. The really bad ones are in, like, the 70s and 80s. <sighs> but the fight, or the spell will still take effect. Good. Let's uh, lose spell level times two hit points. So you lose two hit points, oh, which isn't bad at all. Ow! Yeah, so you, you come, like, swinging down with your mace. He goes to block. It slides. The head of the, the mace goes slightly over the angle that he has his blade at. So he, like, runs the blade ever so slightly down the shaft of your mace. You connect onto his shoulder. You see him kind of, like, slightly drop his shoulder so it shrugs a little bit off. You realize you've deflected out to the wide side. And you swing horizontally back into like his gut, the areas to where the chain metal would have the straps that are connecting the two pieces. You hear yourself like thud into the actual like legitimate bones of his ribs, and you just oh dear. Uh, yeah, and then afterwards you're just oh. <laughs> like the slight panic of like I am, I am ready, but I'm not. <laughs> you cast sanctuary on yourself, uh, ever so slightly bathing yourself in a little bit of a radiant glow. Uh, but as you place your hand on your chest, uh, behind your... You have your shield, right? Yep. Yeah, behind your shield, like your shield facing front and forward, uh, front of you. Place your hand on your chest. You guys see the little bit of radiant light envelop around his shield and cast over him. But you see, like, Nesrim just kind of, like, shake ever so slightly as though it stings to do so. Nothing, like, erratic or incredibly damaging. Uh, cool. Yeah, so uh, it goes to Arthur. Um Arthur's got his longsword drawn, <laughs> and Arthur just, like, realizes that, like, ow, that actually kind of legitimately hurt, and you just see him look over towards Wembley on the side of the square next to you. Wembley! <laughs> I won't kill him, I promise. And you watch as he just extends his hand out towards the shed, <laughs> and you see come spinning over itself over and over. A like Mjolnir? No. <laughs> effectively oh, no. summoned to his left hand. Uh, to you all, as characters, a very strange apparatus <laughs> with a small wooden handle. <laughs> Is he gonna fucking shoot me, <laughs> And a small uh, oh, iron no, does he have shaft. the gunner No! <laughs> so it pulls to his hand. Sorry, buddy! <laughs> Oh, oh. And he just like puts the flintlock pistol right in front of your face. Uh, I'll react and give him disadvantage. <gasps> you fiend. <laughs> Alright, so I he have. He fucking brought a gun to a sword fight. <laughs> I knew he was going to Well, no, no, no. He didn't bring a gun to a sword I fight. I brought a sword to he a gun. He summoned fight. a gun. Uh, so <laughs> I had to do a wisdom fight. save anyway. <laughs> to shoot he me in the fucking face. Yeah. Uh, he summoned a gun to a hammer fight. Uh, yep. And then you're Guns giving a disadvantage on the attack. Yes. Roll. It's still a hammer fight. Call hammer. Does he get? Drop the hammer. 
bow, bow. A 17. Will not hit. Oh. You can use your reaction to hit him. Mm-hmm. That's his feet. And add a D, a, a, a extra damage die of psychic damage mm-hmm. to whatever the damage of whatever die your is. weapon die if you hit. Oh. <laughs> it's a 15. A 15 does not hit. Yeah, he's no. got the 16 with the chain. Wasted. So I, I'm going to tell you that, like, this, he pulls the fucking, uh, the little hammer back, <laughs> claps, and you're like, oh my god, what is this? And as you rear back, your shield just, like, ever so slightly catches it at a perfect angle to where the bullet slides up the field, up over your shoulder, deflecting it away from your friends behind you. Thank up God. over everybody. If I get killed by yeah, a stray bullet, shot in the face. how loud is it? Is it very loud? It's fucking loud. It's just... BAM! Just hit me in the legs, I won't feel it. What kind of magic is that? Gun! <laughs> Arthur casted bullet. I think it's ingenuity. I don't yeah. know about that kind of focus. A new flavor of magic. It's God. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're rearing back with your shield, and he's gonna come in with the uh, the other, the longsword hand, because he also still has extra attack. So he's gangplank. Yeah. Uh, I think. Dude, just wait till I start shooting barrels. Blam. Handed wield a longsword. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we did this last time. Yeah, dual wielder uh, feet. Sanctuary applies to every hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still going to roll with disadvantage here. Yeah, because yeah, I got the dual wielder feet. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I was rolling for the sanctuary saving. Oh, though. yeah, it's wisdom. Not the. Because yeah. the disadvantage was on the attack. Yeah, it was only an attack. Uh, 15. That's meats. Meats? Oh! My bones. <laughs> yes! Uh, only disadvantage on the first attack? I think it's only on the first. If I remember it correctly. He's gonna double down on gun. Disadvantage <laughs> on the attack, yeah. yeah. Okay. He points his long sword at me. He pulls the trigger. It. Sword gun! <laughs> yeah, it's a 14 on the die, so it's 20. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> At least you didn't get shot yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yet. <laughs> uh, that's eight slashing damage. Coming in from Arthur's longsword. I thought that was the gun at first. Like, slashing gun? <laughs> slashing gun. <laughs> Shoots minor. We have slashing bullets now. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, okay. 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 Is this an item interaction for me? <laughs> Just like in Talladega Nights. <laughs> I didn't even feel it. It's weird. How you doing over there, champ? I'm looking to see if this is an item interaction for me for this feature. <laughs> oh boy! Oh wait! What? Oh 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 boy! Not not for the gun related stuff. For just Harry Potter summoning the broom. <laughs> no, for his uh for his alchemy stuff. Ooh. He's gonna the sp- sword in something? He's gonna splash a potion in your eyes. Forget him interaction. interaction to kick you in the ball. Let me just look at my bag. Nope. Oh. It's a free item interaction, but I didn't roll for which one I'm gonna get. Ooh. We're gonna roll now. Six. You're a hero <laughs> and I love you to death! <laughs> Why, 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 why have you cursed me this way? <laughs> look at this spell, dog. <laughs> Power word kill. Woo-wee! 
<laughs> you yeah. cursed yourself. You challenged the two like constructs that barely survived the mines. Well, power word kill, but the word is boarding. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! You just get sneezed to death. <laughs> Thought you were getting a mini. I was like, for what? Oh no! What is, was it like? The type of gun? Is that your? Or? No, for the potion he drinks because he makes potions because he's an alchemist. Oh, he's drinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he he realizes like he only kind of connected, and he throws his pistol up in the air. Okay. And he reaches down towards a small belt on his side, and he pulls out a little potion. And you see him just go, cheers to your health, friend. <laughs> Chugs it. And you watch him gl- grow. Oh, God. Horns out of his head. What? Oh, yeah. That's the end of Arthur's turn. What is this man? Use every spell slut you have. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's about to take you down to Georgia. You yeah, right. And slots. you don't have a fiddle, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get in there, champ. Right, it's your turn. <laughs> no fiddlers here. What kind of horns? Um, <laughs> horns of ale. Ooh. Are they like mountain goat horns where they curl, or are they more like gazelle horns, or are they like no, Mara. your stereotypical horrible demon horns? I would say horrible or demon antlers. horns. Okay, horrible yeah, demon he has horns. Like, He's been <laughs> in the mines. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. seen shit. You know what? Right. <clears throat> I think it's time. Blindfold magically go over him too. (laughs) (laughs) I can smite on both attacks, correct? I'm hitting him twice with my hammer, searing smite at a second level on both of them. Uh, You can only cast searing smite because it's a bonus action, so you'll cast it once. And hit once with it. You can divine smite on each You can divine smite anytime you hit. I take it back. So you could cast a smite. Make an attack. Mm-hmm. If you hit, also divine smite. Attack again mm-hmm. and divine, divine smite. smite if you hit on the second attack. Gotcha. Also. Cool. That yeah, yes. we'll do that. Searing smite and a hit, and then divine smite if I feel saucy. Okay. Um, <laughs> feel saucy. Okay. Okay. So one of them's a two. So that's <laughs> not gonna hit. That's the second one. Mm-hmm. So the first one's a fourteen. Nope. <laughs> No, 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 I'm sorry, on the die. Oh, so 14, 20 total. On the die. Four, 22? 20 total. Oh, 20 total. Oh, oh my bones. Dirty 20. <laughs> so, Arthur, like, watches you just kind of, like, hesitate slightly and just, like, <laughs> with the first swing of your mace, which is the two. Warhammer. And, but... Or Warhammer. But, like, swing forward with it, and he just kind of, like, ever so lightly, gracefully leans back. Mm-hmm. And then you in a bit of an angry rage, like, realizing, like, oh, fuck, like, my friends are here. I don't want to look dumb. (laughs) Swing with more vigor in the second strike, and he sees that it's going to connect, and he just spins his sword, and I'll cast shield, and I'll burn out. (laughs) And add two to your AC. No, five. Oh. Yeah, pumps me to the 21. So, yeah, don't hit that. Doesn't matter. Five, so I do not burn out. (laughs) Oh. Oh, there. (laughs) That was going to be a good one. <laughs> Go ahead and burn my smite. <laughs> you keep you the concentration, concentration on your, You just need to make concentration checks if he hits you. Yep. Cool. So. So you have to my turn. Yeah, so at the end of your turn, I'm going to say that the pistol falls to the ground in the area, like, around you all. And Arthur just kind of... off. Huh? It goes off. <laughs> Shoots Ethereum and he's... Please! Gonna need longer legs. Please! It may uh, be like seven foot tall. Yeah, no, <laughs> Arthur just kind of like <laughs> looks at the pistol and goes, 
Hey, <laughs> what do you think you're doing over there? And summons it back to his hand. Ooh, can, I, can I have a tug of war with him? <laughs> I can't be disarmed of it. Let me look at something real Okay. Quick. But if you're not currently bonded, armed right? of it. Yeah, because it's weapon Because when it fell, maybe I just mm, pull it my way. <laughs> Even flavor-wise, it would be fun to just <laughs> see just, it. Uh, uh, Who's tugging on me pistol? <laughs> 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 Give him the old tug. Right. <laughs> Grab his pistol and twist it. Oh, t- <laughs> twist his pistol. Pistol twist. <laughs> a, t- a twistle, if you will. A twistle. I will say yes. Uh, it, it's definitively unclear. He's obviously not armed of it, but okay. like it is a, I summon it and it comes back to my hand regardless. But I think it's interesting. It is effectively a telekinetic ability. Um, yeah, I would just use Mystic Hand to be pulling it initially, and yeah. then if I have to increase the power. <laughs> so what we'll do is uh, make a strength check, but use your int mod. Okay. Ooh. Brain strength. Yeah. Which I think actually he'll do also. Hmm? I'm a 16. I mean 19. Yeah. He's just like <laughs> trying to pull his pistol back. Realizes that something's holding it. Oh, we're not gonna fight fair then, are we? <laughs> what do you mean? Sorry, Nesgrim. I'm <laughs> things, fighting fair. Things are gonna get a lot worse for you now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my best. He reaches towards the shed. <laughs> oh, <yes! laughs> He's gonna get shot in the side off. <laughs> and you watch as this man. Reads back towards himself, and you see this extended, long, double barrel cut off, forged like seared tipped, cauterized, handled shotgun that just kicks to his hand again. Sorry, Bunt, that's my action. I can't grasp the other one. Who's going to take a double barrel of buckshot to the chest? Wait, Ooh, what? Do you have a it's shield? Be... Not yet, you are. He hasn't hit. John, I'm going to shift. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you using no, wild just kidding, new just tools. Want to, I was going to give him advantage on it because I wanted to see it happen so bad. <laughs> That's funny. All right. <sighs> I'm taking two barrels of buckshot to the chest from point You know, It's range. only going to pepper you up real nicely. Man. Yeah. It'll feel wait, wait, what's that? What, is this an attack? Yes. Oh, buddy. Disadvantage. You got it. <laughs> uh, also, Sanctuary is no longer active because I... Correct, you attacked smite. Yeah. Is he doing anything you also, yeah. when he does that? Like when he's using his feet? Mm-mm. No? <laughs> nope. He's a telekinetic boy. Oh, baby. Uh, no, it's still not going to because it's a 17. And you said 17 misses last time, right? Yeah. Yep. So, first... Brad! <laughs> You just all see this like puff of smoke just envelop Nesgrim. Just as this like cloud of smoke exhaust pipes out of this fucking sawed off in Arthur's hands. Hey bud, you can hit him. And just sprays and splats pellets all over your shield. Are they embedded in the shield? Is it bad? Don't, come on. I would say they definitely, a few of them like dead in. Love it. Another one? The art this dice down. 12. <laughs> no. Available at Walmart. I rolled um, a 5. Damn. What's up? Would I know my feature thing that you 
given me. Yeah. Would that be visible if I used it? <laughs> How visible are these features? You let me Mine know. I would visible. say for the ones that don't physically change your form or require you to move, they'd be pretty spiritual in nature, so pretty undetectable. Yours changes. Because, you know, well, one of your elements. Well, I was, was going to use the other one. Okay. That's part of mine, I just have to be within pretty, 10 feet in Ezra. Pretty, pretty mystical. Yeah, mystical, sure, sure, sure. magical tomfoolery. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm Happy to open that can of worms. Fuck it! Let's just have a good time. Uh, you miss on your attack back, and he realizes that, like, oh, you seem to be pretty strong against these. And he's gonna flip it and reload it. <laughs> Sorry, though! <laughs> Nineteen. I would like to use my reaction to boost his AC. Okay. By two. <laughs> you are at an eighteen, so you go to a twenty. Uh, I have nineteen, so I'd be at twenty-one. So you go to twenty-one. So yeah, no. I will tell you that like you realize this is gonna catch you because you are not nice. angling your shield the right way after the first blast. You kind of like lower your guard, and I'll tell you that you feel something like mystically spiritual kind of envelop you in a sense of protection and jerk your arm in front of your chest and face and just Brad! <laughs> another enormous exhaustion explosion just peppering bullets against Nesgrim's shield and like Arthur again just like laughs and is like alright then hell of a fight we've got here buddy round three indeed back to you um <laughs> Fucking! You said the gunshots were like gunshots. Yeah. Yes. The guards are like wearing Kango over there today. You got <laughs> I still have serious oh smite up, right? Correct, because I did not hit you. So. I'm hitting him twice with my hammer. You got it. Teamwork makes the dream work. This one's final. That's a twenty-two. Mm-hmm. So I'm a searing smite. All right, hang on. This is many dice, and by many I mean three. T uh, eight. <laughs> 2d6. Right. I've never smited before. <laughs> what is this feeling? I know. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've never popped Unlike a smite. Unlike a casted smite. Oh my god. Yeah. I. Uh, to be honest, I've been waiting for a nat 20 that hasn't That's happened. Fair. Um, That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Don't you understand start? all of your spell slots. Uh, <laughs> at the start of each of the creature's turn until the spell ends, it must make a con save. On a failed save, it takes a d6 of fire. On a successful, the spell ends. Uh, The initial extra damage dealt by the attack. So the uh, residual damage doesn't increase with spell level on the first hit. hit, Um, So I'm going to do Searing Smite, Warhammer, and then I, I, depending on the second hit, let's see. So, all right, I capped the d8. That's good. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's going to be many damage. Uh, 12 damage from the Warhammer. So 12 bludgeoning. Yep, 12 bludgeoning. And then 3 fire. 3 fire? <laughs> On 2d6. I rolled a 1 and a 2. Oh. And you know what? We're, we're going to Divine Smite that too. Let's just <laughs> pump these numbers up. These would be rookie numbers. Uh, what's Divine Smite? 
two D eight if you're using a first plus one D eight for higher than I'm doing second level three D eight. You fucker. <laughs> Seven nine. Nine radiant. Yeah. Was that two D eight? Three. That was all three of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Did you I, roll a four? I rolled a two, a one, and a six. No four. At least you rolled a six. Yeah. Right. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Saved it. And that's my first attack. Uh. Yeah, he would not. All right, yeah, you're good. So, yeah, no, that absolutely connects, and, like, your fire, like, wreaths around him. <laughs> you see it kind of envelop him, and it smokes mm. around his face a little bit. And you know, oh, oh, ha-ha. Not doing bad today, as Grim. Thank you. And I'm hitting him again. Yep. <laughs> would I still be having a tug-of-war with the one gun, or... With the pistol? Yeah. No, you would have pulled it towards you, because he let go of that one. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve, yeah, no. That second one, he's going to just... Definitely parry away with the butt of his shotgun. I'm more nice. <laughs> hmm. First one was pretty good. Thank you. Ready? I'm, your gun scares me. It should. <laughs> it's a okay, gun. Shot. <laughs> it's a gun. You just watch him like flick it forward and ever so deftly pull it towards his belt. <laughs> you see more shells go in. <laughs> it just kicks it back. I'm gonna oh, lean over to rear to. I don't like the noise that thing makes. Loud. Hair on your shoulder stands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Well. That's <laughs> pretty good dice jail. It yeah, is. Uh, he, skeleton. he also yeah, works as a dice hmm? tower. <laughs> <laughs> then you gotta reach into his crotch to get it. I'm stuck. What <laughs> you doing over there, John? I was looking at one of the spells he's got. Well, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> what we got? We know mud. This is our ally. Yeah. What? what? The chill. Is, this, yeah. This is, this is. He's about to have disadvantage again. It's great. <laughs> practicing, practicing your new abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. He would absolutely rear one. back with Three. the sword. With the sword? Yep. Nah. Nesgrim's not a bitch. <laughs> Take the sword hit. I mean. And it morphs into Natural one. 20. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> it was close. Uh, no, it's a 17 on the die, so 24. Yep. Sure hits. Ooh. Uh, for eight again. Yeah, you guys see that he just kind of like deftly swings sideways horizontally at Nesgrim's arm underneath where his shield lies. He tries to pull it down and can't catch it in time. And then he goes and extends the shotgun <laughs> towards Nesgrim, like down at kind of an angle, <laughs> like up over his shoulder. And he's going to look over at Felix and give you a quick wink. He's going to pull. <laughs> I'm going to give him disadvantage. You got it. <laughs> so now he's going to miss. Two nat 20s. Uh, yeah, now the lower is a six. So thirteen's not going to connect. Hit him! <laughs> he's, he's leaned over you with the gun, so... 17. Uh, yeah, 17 says. Add a damage die of psychic. Mm-hmm. 
I rolled a 10 oh, okay. with the Zephyr okay. die. Okay. Uh, so D8 and... Add another damage die of Psychic. Fucker! <laughs> did, did you not smite? Did I hear... No smite? I didn't smite, You no. fuck. Not. How much is Psychic? Back. One. Back. So, eight bludgeoning, one Psychic. So eight bludgeoning, no Psychic. <laughs> You're on your own, kid. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, I'm in. I'm just not dealing any damage with him. Mm-hmm. So that was both his attacks, right? Correct. Uh, any horny potion? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> he said it! <laughs> I mean, it gave him horns. Come on. It is. No, I'm trying so to think about whether or not I think I would again. Because there's one I want. <laughs> Bless you. You're gonna roll a four. Is there one you want or one that Arthur wants? One that Arthur wants, for sure. It's a four. It's not the four. Though. It's gonna be a four. It's called gun potion. It's right. Like, gain additional gun. No, all, all shots just connect. Oh no. <laughs> you wow. crit on rolling anything between one and twenty. <laughs> Heat seeking shotgun. Ooh. Well, actually, no. You're right. Four is still fine. <laughs> uh-huh. Is that what you rolled? Yes. Oh fuck. All right. Yep. It's only a D six. Can you start telling me I'm gonna roll nat twenties? Uh, yeah. No. He pulls. He calls another potion up off his belt as he lets the like shotgun loosely hang in his fingers around the trigger. Kicks that back. You don't see any visible changes to his form, but he just like hits it and it's just like, hmm. It's gonna be fair now. Surprise! Your two attacks. You're gonna roll a 13 and a 16. Okay. Uh, I'm. I'm. Um. I have a slot left. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, because I casted my divine smite on second level. Mm-hmm. First level spell slot. Thunder smite. Eight. Okay. Roll your burnout. It's a D10 now. I didn't roll it on first one either. On the series smite. You rolled yeah. it on the sanctuary, but not on the staring smite. Oh, sure. Yeah, roll that one, too. Why did I have to be honest? <laughs> uh, and also, it's not a d10, it's a d8. Oh, that's right, yeah. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Why? Son of a bitch! <laughs> one? I can oh, see God. it from here! Damn. So this one's from the searing smite. Why is it right? a d8? Because I burnt out and it went down. Did mm-hmm. you burn out on d d12? Yeah, I was still on a d10 because I burnt out so many times and oh. fell farther. Mm-hmm. Now I'm down to a d6... Before the, the next one for thunder, it's mine. right. So you need to roll the D one hundred for burning at this time. <laughs> Just roll hundred. Seventy two. Oh, he said the bad ones were in the seventies and eighties. It's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this was the searing smite at second, second level. level. So, so it's four. four points. Okay, you're right, you're right. You burned yourself with it. And then the D six for the thunder smite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Three. Ooh! <laughs> I'm on fire. <laughs> Stop! No, no, game why one. is anybody even rolling? Would you rather he said one? Yeah, true. It's there, right. Don. Uh, okay. Cool. So you got a thunder or smite on your weapon. You're right. Uh, now I'm gonna fucking hit him with this hammer. I would like to boost his first attack roll. Sure. By seven. Cool. Holy shit. I rolled both d20s at the same time. Can I choose which one to add that to? No. <laughs> How do I pick which one to... Alright, I'll roll put, them again put, then. Oh. You're just gonna pull them out and you're gonna roll one at a time. Okay, alright. So, first attack. Eighteen on the die. Yep. 
So You're definitely connecting. We'll certainly hit with the first one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll the second one now just because. Just 20 it, dude. Ooh, it's also an 18 on the die. Okay. All right. So. Betrayal. D8. And. Just roll actual damage this time. Right? Mm-hmm. Thunderous Smite is 2d6. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time. And the attack deals to additionally, it must succeed on a strength save or be pushed 10 feet away and knocked prone. Okay. So. Uh-oh. Who's getting hit? He's <laughs> pushed away. Right. Uh, damage on that. How is this possible? <laughs> so, uh, three from the thunder. Wow. I rolled a two and a one again. Okay. And four plus four, eight on bludgeoning. <laughs> and another three force damage from me. Mm-hmm. And then second attack is just going to be a d8. Which is nine. Nine. Well, he needs to make the... He'd be making the strength save after the first one. You Correct. would have had advantage if he does get knocked around. True, true. I mean, you hit either way, yeah. but... It'd be 16. My spell save DC? Yeah, yeah he succeeds. Okay. That's terrifying. Actually and then what did you say the damage was mm-hmm. on the second one? I was going to say 16. Well, that's not what I rolled. That's nine. with the mods. Oh, I know. Oh. <laughs> nine bludgeoning mm-hmm. on that one? For the second attack, yeah. Yeah, no. Arthur looks uh, pretty rough. Throwing everything I got at this. Mm-hmm. So are we. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually like a four on one. It's fine. We're just bluffing. Right? That's fine. Tables. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm just bluffing. Mm-hmm. Tables. Yeah, no. He just kind of coughs and you know clearly spits up like a bit of blood and then gives like Ooh. a good smile. You got some good friends here, buddy. I sure do. There's a reason I'm alive. <laughs> I believe that you said it like that. <laughs> the reason I'm alive. <laughs> hmm. We'll see if we get it this time, all right? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> pull another potion. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so when he pulls the potion, where's the shotgun go? His shotgun's oh, like it. loosely on his fingers, like underneath oh, the trigger. <laughs> Want him to throw it up again. <laughs> No, he learned. He's not a dumb man. <laughs> Damn it, it's cocked. Two? Yeah. Would you like a Zephyr dice? So close. Like a five, which is backwards. And it's it's like a five. <laughs> you were looking at it up. It's because we're on the other side of the table. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. If you had been in it, Steve, if I was in you would have known. <laughs> 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 Wait, does anything happen after he drinks this? Does Not only... physically to his form, no. <laughs> okay. You, you, I mean, it doesn't. Okay. And you just see him bring it up to his mouth and just <laughs> kiss the back. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> He's going to pull the first. You're out, Paul? Yeah, I'm out. He's gonna net one ricochet off of me and it'll kill him. <laughs> oh, it's cocked! <laughs> Is it the opposite? 
He didn't crit you. <laughs> it's an 18 on the die. Yep. The three on the bonus. So, yeah, it's a 28. Short oh, hit. Shit. Ain't nothing I can do about that but oh. try to soak this. <laughs> now we get to see what it does. <laughs> Uh-oh. 60-20. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Flat on your ass. Uh-oh. It's a lot of dice he's collecting. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-oh. Is that from the potions? It's also from potion stuff, but yeah, no, the shotgun base is 46. It's gonna be. Because it's 2d6 per barrel. <laughs> He's plopping a bow. 28 damage. 28 damage? Yeah. Uh, 22. Damn. That, that's a little worse. Yeah, um, just. Kerchow! <laughs> like, um, you see it give, like, a fierce kick in his hands to where he's like, oh, there you go! <laughs> I am now very, very bloody. Yep. But still up. Yep. And he just kind of like looks at it after he realizes how hard it hit. <laughs> My bad, buddy. Wasn't too bad. I can take it. That looks like in your beard and face. Just like bleeding all about. Uh, and he just kind of is like. I could take another. Oh God! All right. <laughs> when would when would is this still his turn? As of right now, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying he fired both. Uh, well, he's real fast at reloading. <laughs> he doesn't get to attack with it again, uh, and he's got his sword sheathed. Kick him in the dick. Kick <laughs> him. No, he's got horns. Ha! <laughs> uh, what a guy. He's gonna try to fucking headbutt you right in the chest. He can try. It is a 19 exact. He's got plus one from this. Meat from other potion. Yep. That'll hit. It is considered a magical weapon. <laughs> why is my AC because not of alter 20? Self. Hmm? So why is my AC not 20? Is your armor damaged? Mm, no. I don't get the additional for damage. Can we have a repair? <clears throat> uh, uh, seven magical piercing. I am still up. Yep. So he just kind of like kicks the shotgun, gives it a kiss, blasts you, has a, a brief exchange of words, you guys share a laugh, and then he just like, hey, fuck it, I got these. Just takes them into your chest ever so slightly. Love it. Yep. Uh, yeah, then it comes back to you. Round five. He, as well, like I said, looks pretty rough. Searing smite first hit again. I will one final time boost his first attack. Roll your burnout. Thank you. It's a two. (laughs) (laughs) What's his bonus? Seven. Seven? Cool. Nice. A seven. It is indeed a seven. (laughs) So, seven, fourteen, twenty-one. I have a reaction. No, I'm sorry, not twenty-one. Seven, four, eleven. It would be eighteen. I'm sorry. Eighteen? Yeah, I have a reaction. He's going to realize that your blade is... Because he watches you obviously cast Searing Smite and realizes that like this one again is going to hurt and he'll 100% cast Shield. Okay. Pop to a 22. 
No burnouts for me. I can't wait for counterspell. <laughs> <laughs> Next Second, attack. Second hit. Searing Smite's still up. Correct. It's an at 20. There you go. Divine Smite 2. Do you the still have spell slots? Yes. Okay. This is the Zephyra dice. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So t- it's... You handed it to him. Mm-hmm. Opposite effect. <laughs> Eight, roll the eight. Mm-hmm. Another eight. <laughs> uh, it was just you all along. It wasn't the dice. Searing oh, smite, d six. Mm-hmm. Roll Turns the six. It's, been me. it's a five. <laughs> Divine smite at first level is two d eight, right? Mm-hmm. So that's sixteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then roll hot. Five and a two. So seven. I'm sick of this! <laughs> He's done it. <laughs> We're damn close. 16, 11, 23. Uh, this will be the first fight he actually wins. 2, 3, no, 1, 2, 3. 50 damage. Mm-hmm. I sure hope that does it. Would you like to do non-lethal damage? Yes. Okay. I don't want to kill him. <laughs> oh, if you said no! <laughs> Absolutely not! <laughs> he said no! Why would he just snapping his neck from behind? This becomes a very different scenario. Uh-huh. Yeah, this becomes, we committed a crime, we have to go. We, we're, no, uh, we're homeowners no. now. It's yeah, fine. we take the home. <laughs> like this. That's how things work in Oshwamp, right? right? He lives here. How, how do you know? Well, that guy's covered in syrup. Obviously, he lives here. Yeah. Mm. Is Arthur considered undead? No. Good, because he doesn't take an extra D8 from the Divine <laughs> Smite, then. <laughs> that was a significant amount of damage. Yeah, that was a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, dude, pally crits. Yeah, it's my first uh, attack yeah, no. roll crit, I, I will tell you yeah. that uh, absolutely, like, Arthur kind of sees the fury in your eyes, realizes what everyone's been doing, <laughs> and just, like, smiles at you ever so slightly, looks at everybody else, and he goes... What a champion, huh? (laughs) (laughs) You can just see blood spit out of his mouth all over the ground. He falls to the ground unconscious. And yeah. I would bend down and immediately lay on hands Mm -hmm. for like 10. (laughs) Immediately. (laughs) He's going to kiss him. (laughs) It's like that scene in in fucking Happy Gilmore when he goes to check on Bob Barker and he just stabs him. (laughs) Gotcha, bitch. (laughs) No, I would immediately. (laughs) You just slowly hear from like the edge of the the square. (laughs) Thank you. I learned a lot from fighting you. Yes. Mr. Arthur was very kind to take it easy on you. I didn't even have to kick him in the dick. (laughs) No. (laughs) Probably would have been a lot worse if you had. I think he would have actually tried to shoot you. Did shoot me. He definitely <laughs> tried. He leaned over and looked at me. I know. <laughs> Arthur just on the ground just starts lightly cackling as like he's confident I would underneath you. Too. Yeah. Just, <laughs> oh no, Wembley. I definitely pulled the trigger. <laughs> and he's pretty hard to hit. <laughs> Wembley just like starts to walk over towards you and places a hand on your shoulder, like on your back, as you help Arthur up and he looks Mr. Arthur once over. Your body is fragile, sir. Yeah, I mean, we can upgrade sometime. We'll figure that one out. 
Good hits, though, Nesgrim. Thank you. Same to you. Mm. Although I do need one of these gun contraptions you have. No, those are mine. Give me my pistol back. I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a simple construction where obviously it's got like the wooden handle. Uh, it looks like a flintlock pistol, but it's got... Would it have... So, I'm trying to think of how many... No, I would have been paying attention to the fight. Okay, so I would probably would have opened it to see like how he probably loads it. I'm just mm-hmm. looking at it. And just... Yeah, it looks like a flintlock six-shooter. <laughs> okay. Just... Mm-hmm. Just gonna look at him and. That is mine. Just hover it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you just watch as he extends his hand and it rips back to him very quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've only got a couple. I've got to make sure I keep them safe. That's why they're in the shed. Outside? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sheds are safe. Yeah. Are there any, like, locks on it or anything? No. Why would I lock the shed? How would I get in? The same shed with all the dented watering cans. Yep. <laughs> and, and, the, and the site. Yep. <laughs> the... Yeah. Who the hell locks a shed? <laughs> you guys are weird. Apparently put the guns back in the shed for me. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> just, like, hugs them and starts waddling over. Arthur just rubs, like, sweat and blood from his brow. Whew. I'm gonna walk over to Arthur and uh, cast cure wounds. Hmm, much appreciated, Ether. I'll give Nesgrim a cure wound just to mm-hmm. make sure I don't burn out. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, six Second one. level. Uh, thank you. Uh, I thought I was gonna be back down to a D4 again. I was worried. I did not burn out either. Uh, how did you not recover? Hmm? How did you not recover fully? From your burnout. I'm not sure. I had it marked... I, I didn't think it was a D12, and I had it marked as a D10, so I mean... I think you just didn't mark it back to the D12, because it's the long rest. You go up one stage. I Ooh. might not have marked it, yeah. yeah. Nine. Nine? Sick, thank you. He hasn't been sleeping. <laughs> or just kind of like cracks his knuckles. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. That was a good fight. Vampire. Yes, it was. I'm going to go catch my breath. Sure. No problem. Shakes your hand very vigorously and just kind of looks at you. You all right? Fine. Thank you. Sure. This is going to be an ego boost that will sustain me for some time. This is <laughs> the first fight I've ever won. You should thank your friends. They're the reason I won all the other fights as well. Yes. Nothing wrong with relying on your good pals. Oh, I'd be dead without them. Yeah, if I had Wembley there, he would have held you down and I would have shot you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's our ragtag team we got, ain't it, Wembley? And you just hear him echo out from the sheds. Yes. <laughs> I hold them and you shoot them in the face. Love that guy. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go over there now. <laughs> to Wembley in the shed? Just anywhere else. Sure, you just take a few steps away in the courtyard. And yeah, you guys are all standing here with... Rirda and Arthur, who's just kind of like, you know, taking a couple heavy breaths and looking down at his armor. Guess we all learned something from the oh. Nesgrim's fight with Wembley. Certainly. Nothing wrong with practicing tactics. It's a good opportunity to figure out how you all work best together. Good learning opportunity. Yes. Are you alright, Arthur? Yeah, totally fine. He didn't shoot me. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Would have been impressive if he had. Exactly. Nobody can operate those guns but me. They're my guns. <laughs> <laughs> like no one's allowed to. 
No, <laughs> they're mine. <laughs> Special. <laughs> I love those guns. My own. Is that My a, own. a sort of magic? Gun? Yes. No, the dwarves smithed them. Smithed them. They're dead now. That's what I was trying to have you guys find for me down in Felfar then. More guns. Or books on guns. Christian can, you know, hammer them out for me. He's doing his best to make them, but every time he hits them with the hammer, they come out sharp and pointy and kind of hard to pull the trigger when it stabs you in the hand. Yes, a blade gun. <laughs> Get right. <laughs> Squall's got nothing on what Arthur Hartworth's going to have eventually. Hmm. Still ready to help me with my uncle? Yes, of course. Greatly appreciated, buddy. One last watering Wembley for old time's sake. <laughs> and you just see him as he's like stepping out of the shed. <laughs> pause. And his hands just shake. Fine. <laughs> he starts to turn to go back into the shed. No, no, I'm just kidding, Wembley. You've watered enough for life. After this one. Come on in. <laughs> Yeah, and Arthur starts stumbling inside. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys have healed him to a pretty substantial amount. Like, he looks okay. He's still yeah. bloodied and hurt, but, yeah. you know, not, not in the worst shape. Uh, yeah, Wembley follows inside, and he would take you back inside of the consecrated room, the ground having been repaired by Wembley. Um, everything looks pretty okay back in here once more. And Arthur would pause, disappear for a moment, and... Uh, come back like three, four minutes later with a fractured skull where you can see along the back head a clear like Y-shaped cracking to where like parts of the skull are missing where an obvious indentation would, you know, concentric circle at a point, Um, you know, missing like most of the lower jaw has some of the upper teeth but, yeah, I mean, he would pull it out. Thank you. Of course. He deserves this, as do you. I hope so. Danger the small skull. Take it. Felix, if you would not mind drawing the circle. I'll nod and, and start drawing it. Yep. Are we in the ballroom? Hmm? I'll, I'll collect some candles mm-hmm. from around. Mm-hmm. Candles and stuff for your brazier, and yeah. you got your herbs and stuff. Yeah, please, yeah. John, his brazier. Mm-hmm. Please, you look so good at it. <laughs> 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 the ether fall collection. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> what? What do you oh, mean? Brazier's. He's got Mickey Mouse ears now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean. Would you want to do the other one first to see last minutes before you send across? Yes. That is the one where after everything has been set up, that's the one that's just a touch and a class feature. Yep. So. Yeah. I would do that. Um, I would have everyone sit. Inside the circle around. Still. Yeah, like on the edges. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would walk around and light a candle and place it next to each person, whoever wants to participate. Yeah. Is it safe? I think so, Yes. I, I shrug. Who <laughs> 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 fucking knows? After. I'll, I'll nudge you. It's hot stuff. Yeah. Been through a lot of hot I stuff. understand. <laughs> you are protected inside the circle and with this candle, 
when you wander, you will find your way back. <laughs> Would you have come inside for the ritual with Wembley? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> what are you? You're saying goodbye. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. gonna kick his ghost in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, dude. <laughs> I mean, step outside of the circle real quick. Bam! So I can just arrest. Just with Mystic Hand, just smudge his part. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Help! Get the coffin. <laughs> we needed him to survive that fight so we could kill him in here. So he could be lost forever. <laughs> Give Wembley a new body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... You're actually coming back. <laughs> Candles are lit, magical circle is drawn, takes several minutes and stuff, but everybody's prepared. Uh, you know, Wembley is obviously also still sitting at the edge of the circle, yeah, uh, adjacent to Arthur. And he just kind of like looks like an extended look of concern, just confusion, not like disappointment or anything, just like. This is a strange thing to be sitting in on of my own volition. Yeah. I am sitting down to watch how I died. Yeah. And I don't remember it. And I don't know why. Uh, yeah. So, for just mechanical clarification, you guys will be present, visibly, able to see no actual spiritual present for you. You are effectively just in an amphitheater looking down. Mm-hmm. And you touch the skull of William Hartwood. And I will tell you that once again washing over you is that very familiar sensation of being gripped and pulled asunder to somewhere far away from here in a spiritual astral projection to a faint memory of a broken dead man. And I will tell you that you see standing amidst a litany of corpses of flayed dwarves inside of a very dark dank cave the figures of a young Arthur Hartwood black hair, short beard next to him William the man obviously you can see now doesn't remotely look like Wembley, he looks like a tall imposing still figure as he does in his body as he has been recreated but a tall man with salt and pepper hair obvious streaks of age and gray around the edges shortly cut a long you know comparable to like yours or Lawrence length beard again salt and peppered you can see that in his hand he is the one holding a shotgun and a whip and that Arthur next to him about maybe five to ten feet back is staring in a direction with a longer rifle with his eye down a scope looking off into a distance that you guys can't see obscured you hear the dwarves on the ground guttural like gasping obvious blood caught in their throat and you hear a different voice echoing out from the man of William Hartwood. You see him look in a direction, rear back, pull his whip, and attempt to extend and crack it out towards something outside of your vision. And you see his hand 
stop as it cracks horizontally and his whip extends out beyond your vision into darkness and something stretches out from the darkness back at him and grips over his hand. You can see that it looks very comparable to the decrepit rotting vines that you know is Widow's Whale. It looks as though it splits and forks as it hits his wrist. So like a, a singular extending vine that when it connects, you know, effectively, for those of you who have watched Stranger Things, when the mouth of the Demogorgon opens, it looks like that, where it connects with his wrist and then it opens and ever so suddenly rips up, extends around his arm, up to his shoulder, and you see all of the flesh from William's right arm ripped backwards up and out down to the bone and his whip falls to the ground <laughs> and you hear this man yell out Arthur run! <laughs> and you see Arthur just shake violently and pull this trigger you see this gasp of smoke and you hear off into the distance again beyond where the bullet would project into beyond the scope of their memory you hear this cracking of stone as this bullet clearly thuds and penetrates into something you hear the cascading rubble you see a tuft of smoke out from this darkness and you see Arthur in a panic drop the gun and look at his uncle and William turns towards Arthur to once again begin to open his mouth and you see a second tendril shoot out from the darkness that strikes him in the back of his head and shoots him about 30 feet where he cracks into a wall and you watch William go limp. Arthur, having dropped the gun, turns and begins to run over to William in a clear panic. The bodies of the dwarves that are littered here on the ground shake more violently and from out of their open, gasping mouths, what looks like mixed with blood, suddenly start to plume these curious little fungal projections of spores that begin to pop and burst and rain acid down onto their own faces, continuing to melt and obliterate the bodies. You see Arthur himself struck by some of these spores burned into his back and as he turns and he looks into the direction he is also struck clearly in the chest by a vertical like diagonal lashing of this like extending tentacle vine that does not grip at him it lashes strikes him in the chest and he is pushed backwards into the wall and falls adjacent to William you hear Arthur slowly begin to sputter out amidst pained gasps. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And you see Arthur's eyes slowly roll back into his head as he goes limp. And his arms fall to his side. And one of them strikes William ever so gracefully in the face. 
and you see William stir. And you can see that from the injury on his head, he is... I know people don't love gore, so I won't get too into detail, but you can see that part of his face is effectively cracked open to where if anybody has seen UFC fighters that break their jaw and their jaw hangs and the orbital socket is more open and effectively pulled down. Unable to speak, William with one good arm wraps it under the limp body of Arthur, pulls it to his chest, looks down at what is the very little remnant of his other arm with effectively just a little bit of muscle and sinew still holding itself together shakingly violently wraps it underneath Arthur's legs, winces in pain, and begins to do all that he can to stumble away. And you watch as William, cradling Arthur's body, blood drooling out of his mouth over the open area from where his jaw is broken, coating Arthur's own chest, Tears begin to rain down his eyes as he looks over the boy that he considers to be his son, unable to speak to him or to even offer him any sense of apology or mercy here. Stumbles and stumbles and then falls, lays his back against a, a wall itself, cradling Arthur here in his ripped asunder arm his broken body he places one hand on Arthur's face his obvious only real hand on the side of Arthur's cheek and you hear him strain against broken vocal cords mutter out oh my boy it wasn't meant to be this way and you see William's face sag, and you hear him sputter, and the vision concludes. And you can see Arthur sitting there, obviously overwhelmed emotionally, tears staining his cheeks, I knew I owed you my life and I'm sorry I couldn't give you one and you just see Wembley obviously a construction deeply saddened just struggling to process because there is a soul that still resides in part in this body that a tear forms at the edge of his eye and you see Wembley reach out and place his large looming hand on on his like back of his neck and pull him towards him like burrowing Arthur's head against his shoulder you gave me all the life I ever could have wanted Arthur and he just rubs the back of his hair and you can see him just ruffle it you'll always be my boy Arthur, just after a moment, pulls back and looks at you. Give him some peace, please. I will. 
Thank you. Light the brazier. Yeah. You light the brazier, and all of you once again see Ether just kind of inhale deeply as this smoke envelops his face, and you all still again, happily walking, safe with your friend, are pulled to where Ether is pulled. Once again, not spiritually present as of an actual form, but there is Watchers to be able to finally see what it is your friend has promised you is real, that he has been doing for 10 years or more, this silent servitude towards the dead. You see Ether standing safely, sure-footed, on a small, dark wooden dock. And at the edge of the dock, you see this ever-flowing, swift, but calm, waving river and at the edge of the dock standing over looking down you see what you all clearly recognize as the figure of William Hartwood looking down into the waters is back to you and walk over and sit next to him mm-hmm. yeah you sit down and he's standing and realizes that you're sitting and... oh uh, now I'll stand next oh, to him yeah. I thought he was sitting sure no he's standing okay yeah I'll stand next to him yep and he just kind of like <clears throat> Gives you this curious look of you're familiar even though you shouldn't be. Sure. And he just looks over and he goes, My boy knows you, doesn't he? Yes, he does. How is Artie? He's doing very well. Hmm. Quite the sense of humor on him. Oh, he got it from me. I feel like this has been a long time coming. You have been waiting a long time. But he sent me to let you rest. Is that what it is? Rest? I've been looking at these waters for years and calming as that might be it still feels like there is so much left undone back at home. Too much left in Artie's hands that it feels unfair to ask him to fulfill. He is not alone. He has friends. And this, what this is, it will feel like going home from what I am told from others I have sent on. Sure would like to feel that roaring fire once again at my feet. I think you will, as you pass, feel all of those things that you hold dear to you, almost relive your life, brief flashes, these experiences that you have come to know and I'm sure have thought on in your time here. Hmm. Can't think of anything better than just memories of me and him. Well, and his foolish father. Good man. Oh. And he turns and he extends his arm out towards you. Does it look normal? Yeah. Okay. 
It looks yeah. like he was as he was alive. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'll reach out and shake his hand. Yeah, you feel a very firm grip. I wish I had an answer for you, friend. Whatever it was out there. If I had to wager, not gonna be easy to kill. Nothing worth killing ever is, isn't that right? Hmm. I've hunted some wonderful game in my day. Caught a lot of terrible people too. But it'll be easier to find for you. I see that he reaches underneath the collar of his shirt and he pulls out this long silver chained amulet. And so you pulls it away from his body. You can see that it unclasps at his neck and the chain hangles delicately over the back of his hand. And as he holds it open, you can see that it's about the size of a palm. It's a silver spherical shape where you can see at the top there is an obvious ridge for what would look like the upper portion of an eyelid. And the same thing, only thinner along the lower. And in the center you can see that there are You know how when you look at like a kaleidoscope and you can see that there are the various shapes of like rhomboid style mm-hmm. projections? You can see that they envelop around a small crystalline spherical in the center iris. And all around the edges of these prisms are various shades that as heat rotates it ever so slightly, you can see they shine and shimmer in the area around you. I'd be hunting. Sure, this will keep you safe like it was supposed to keep me. You are a good man, William Hartwood. I'm a hunter. But it's time I hang up my gun. I'm a hunter, too. Yeah. Whatever it is. Breathe it in. Take care, Artie. I will. He is an unstoppable force. He likes to think he is. But he's definitely due for something new. When this is all done, when his work is done, I will reunite you both after he has rested. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Tell him I'll do my best to find his mother and father out here. Strange. Such peaceful water. Gonna sit. Mm-hmm. Just kind of reach my hand up towards him. Yeah, he absolutely reaches down and tightly grasps at your hand up over your wrist and 
pulls himself down to sit next to you. And as he parts his hand, he pats you once on the back. For a man I have never actually met, Ethier. Well, I wish I could think of a pretty thing to say. I think you'll be the one to do that for the people in the end, not me. You can see that he grips the edge of the dock. Mm -hmm. And his legs extend out. And you see that his, you know, bare feet slowly start to touch the water. And as he does, he just kind of pauses and writes himself. Yeah. Like a roaring fire. Good night. Take care of yourself, Ethan. He pushes himself off the dock, and you watch as he slides into this river, disappearing below in a very smooth, motionless calm. And I will tell you that as William Hartwood descends into the waters below, disappearing from your sight for the first time, performing your miracle, you see as you look down that as William dissipates into nothingness, it looks as almost like a star bursting in the sky and the waters begin to glitter and glimmer around you. And we'll end there. That's probably fine. That's good. Mm-hmm. Poor Friends, thank you very, very much for watching this evening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, we will be back next on Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time for the Lost Kings of Adorus. Um, and we will not be live on Sunday. Uh, Halloween. It's Halloween. Woo! Um, right. But then we'll be back next Tuesday at 7 p.m. And we will see you guys there. Good night, everybody.